Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers from Conan O'Brien and America's Got Talent, and you are listening to The One Man Podcast. Yeah! It's Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 134 for Wednesday, December 3rd, 2019. How's it going, onesies? You guys having a good week so far? We are now officially in the holiday season. Many holidays celebrated. Don't pick one. You might get in trouble. Uh, today, I'm going to be uh, sitting here doing the podcast with my buddy, Paul. Paul is a comic. Thanks for joining me, buddy. As you're ready, as he's about to take a sip. It's great to be here. <laughs> That's fantastic. I got him one of the... Uh, one of my Mexican Coca Fiesta Pack Fantas. He's drinking an orange yeah, Fanta yeah, yeah, yeah. made with real, real sugar, guys. Real sugar. You got to get out and get this stuff. People look at Mexico like it's an impoverished country, guys, but apparently they are drinking the good stuff when it comes to sodas. We're fools up here. We're yeah. fools with our corn. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, in, uh, in North America, it's the only part in the world that makes their Coca-Cola products without sugar. Everywhere else uses cane sugar. They use high fructose corn syrup. Brought to you by Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> the competitive products. And I think Pepsi does a sugar one here. They do the throwback, they call it, and they use sugar. Yes, that's true. You can get like the, oh, made with sugar. It's like sugar's this fancy commodity. Yeah, real prop sudden. drinkers won't drink it because it's made with sugar. So, Oh, really? It doesn't taste It's the not same. even really. Yeah, they go to another country. flavor buds. What about those Coke people you're telling me about? They went to another country and all they can get is the, the real sugar stuff. They're just going to not drink Coke for... Well, those are the high class people. We're talking about regular. Pop I don't think drink. anyone who just chugs pop all the time is particularly high class. Who drinks pop all the time? That's high class. I heard the queen's a big, uh, big Fanta lady. Is she? Yeah. I don't look at her as high class. I look at them as fake class. That's that's formality <laughs> class. She's a quitter now. So let's her. let's uh, let's start off this podcast. I haven't even I haven't even introduced the things we're gonna be talking about, but I'm gonna type in high fa- famous pop drinkers. How about that? Famous mm-hmm. soda. Should I, I do soda? Up. Soda, soda pop. That's how they say it in Philly. Soda pop. You want some soda pop? You want some soda pop? You want some soda pop? No, I don't want soda pop. Soda pop. Give me a Coke. Sweet. America's top 10 brands of soda. That's not what I want. I want famous pop drinkers. You won't get them. They're not public. No one's a public pop drinker. A 12 diet Cokes a day habit like Trump's is worth changing. So there you go. Trump is a 12 (laughs) diet Coke a day. No wonder he's ridiculous in the head. He's been drinking all that aspartame. It's made him on the spectrum. It's given him special needs. Come on, fuck. Come on. Famous pop drinkers? I got to say that. See, I didn't acknowledge Trump as a famous pop drinker. I'm going to stop drinking pop now. Good. Maybe maybe this is a public service announcement. Diet Coke, though, right? Diet Coke? Diet Coke? 12 famous tea drinkers in pop culture. When I typed in famous pop drinkers. What pop is the most popular? What's the most popular show in the world? Can you get drunk off of pop? That's an interesting question. What was the answer? Let's take a look. It's one of those people also ask, can you get drunk off pop? I mean, I think stupid people. 
So, okay, so that here was, we go. That, that was the answer, right? Psychology <laughs> Today. Here we go. We're going to bring it up. It's an article from February 26th, 2015. Think you can't get drunk on soda water? Think again. Soda water, it says. Ooh, a powerful demonstration of how easily we can be fooled. Uh, well, was this a demonstration about how if we read the article and believe we can, we've been fooled? Have you ever felt more intoxicated than you thought you should, given the amount of alcohol that you consumed? The psychological effect of alcohol and the subjective feelings of alcohol intoxication depend upon many factors, including your weight, how much you've had to eat, and sleepiness. But what about physi oh, sorry, yeah, what about psychological factors? Uh, for fuck's sake, you tell me you're psychosomatically getting drunk? Can they also influence how alcohol affects you? Can factors such as context and expectations influence the subjective and behavioral effect? This is like you Adam Sandler already did this. He recovered this. You remember he did the the fake weed and Oh, did he? When did yeah, he do that? Guy, he's on one of his uh, CDs. He yeah, so now they're talking about bit these, on that. These findings exemplify the placebo effects. Like I'm skimming through this. I hate that you're trying to read an article and they're like, well, we have a 5,000 word minimum. So instead of just answering your question in a paragraph, you got to read like, you know, a lot of people like to drink pop. Pop's been fun. It's a pastime. <laughs> when you're a kid, you love it. You know, I remember cracking pop, the bubbles bu going up my nose. Can, I'm like, the article was, can you get drunk off pop? And now I don't even think it's saying that. I think it's trying, like, it, it was like not even purely on pop. It's like, well, you know, if you're drinking pop, with rum in it, the sugar's also in like adding to the yeah. But that wasn't the question. It wasn't the question wasn't no will pop make you the more question drunk? anymore? You make a completely different argument while you're answering. Everybody's the in politics, so fuck you, psychology today. Mm, I'm always arguing on behalf things. of psychology, and people are like, I don't, I don't believe psychology is a thing. And then you look at people things like things. that, and I'm like, oh, thanks for making one argument for the opposite team, psychology. Oh, I tell you, the internet's made us just all so confused. Yeah. So love it. This week, guys, besides reading shitty articles. I will be talking about some whiskey tastings that I did. I did a training for uh, a new activation I'll be doing all December long. I had to, uh, I had to run a bunch of activations, they call them, promotions. Okay. Yeah, so I had to do a bunch of monkey work for one of the other events that I was doing, and I'll tell you guys that once I get into the story. Uh, I did another event. I played some games with my pals Mika and Mel. Uh, I bought more whiskey. Oh, man, did I, I was on the hunt for whiskeys this week. Um, I did a show in Renfrew. I did a show out in Orleans. I was introduced to something called a McGangbang, and I will talk about that. I was in Renfrew. When were you in Renfrew? Saturday night. I was in Renfrew Saturday night. Where were you performing? Uh, Flamingo's Restaurant. Oh, is that the Renfrew? I thought you were just keep going, I was at Flamingo's Restaurant. I was on stage. I wasn't on the high end gig in Renfrew that night. I was at the curling club. The curling club? Yeah. You curl? No, there was no curl. They shut the curling down for comedy. That's how. Oh, you that, did a show was, at. Yeah. You did a show on Saturday with who? Uh, it was with uh, Chris and some other new comic. I don't. Chris. Know. A bunch. A lot you of Chris's. Um, I shouldn't talk about it. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it. Says who? I don't know. Well, you brought it up. <laughs> I was bringing it up because I was in Renfrew doing comedy too. We were Chris doing the sober. Kings Chris Kingsbury? No, not Chris Kingsbury. Who the fuck is Chris? The Renfrew Queen. You don't know. Never heard of the Renfrew Queen, Chris. Is it a comic in Ottawa? No, she's running Renfrew shows. She runs a lot of Renfrew shows. Okay. She's a DJ out there. You don't know? No. Chris? No. You're going to have to look it up. You not have her on Look, Facebook? I have to look up Renfrew Chris? No, you don't have her the on. The queen she's, of. She's not on your comic list? Well, I, I don't know who she's Chris a is a very. A producer? Yeah. Well, you have a pen and paper in front of you. Can't you just write it down if you don't want me to say it? Oh, I don't give a fuck about that. Oh, you don't? What's the fucking name? Oh, you could tell? Yeah. Does she have a podcast? No, she doesn't have a podcast. 
Okay. Well, then why I wouldn't I? Why she's wouldn't got I her wanna... own? She's got her own show and rent. For well, that's what I figure. Why wouldn't I want to plug her show? Podcast. She's on like AM radio, I think. Interesting. I'm going to show you real quick because I just can't believe you don't know Chris. Well, so yeah, but I don't have a problem plugging other other shows. I wasn't sure if you were. That's the thing because we didn't discuss. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Nothing's are. nothing's off limits for me. What the rules are with regards to uh, plugging other people? Yeah, I don't care. Never heard of that person. You never heard Chris? Chris? No, Kyer? Chris Kyer? Chris Kite? Jeez. No idea who that is. I don't, I don't even. Oh. And this is like. And this person is Chris. a pain in the ass just based on their Facebook picture because they've got the same other person with them in both their their you know cover photo and in love. I don't give a fuck. I still don't know which one's Chris. Chris is in the red shirt. You've never met Chris. Never met but Chris. She, she, she doesn't come into town that often. We're gonna have to keep so her busy. Busy. Well, I'll tell you what. You can introduce Anyways, me to I did her. Sometime I did her. She does a show out there, and she did a show in. Um, Petawawa, and she does the whole valley. She's, she's she's dominating in the valley with comedy. I can't believe you. Well, you were out there doing with Absolute, were you? Yeah. Well, no, it was through my own thing. It was a staff party. As a matter of fact, uh, oh, Casey, Casey Corbin, who's also been featured. Guys, listen to Casey's. Well, that's uh, his turf, isn't it? Interview. Well, he's, he's from the valley, but this yeah. is a friend of his that he wasn't that's able to cool. do the show. He reached out to me and said, hey, I got the perfect. He actually reached out to her and said, I got the perfect guy for you. Get a hold of my buddy, Josh. Perfect. Yeah, we did the show. It was myself and Jason Harper, and I'll, and I'll talk about that later on. There's also the McGangbang that I was introduced to, and of course, uh, wonderful, my buddy Matt Watson, guys, who have also done an interview episode with uh, here. His mother, uh, Sue, is an absolutely amazing human being. Every year, she makes me red pepper jelly, which I will talk about. And, uh, and then this year, we usually Matt and I will wrap Christmas gifts together. And then last year, he upped my Christmas game, and so now I'm, I'm getting on board with what, what they did. So I'll talk about that a little bit later on, but... First things first, I did my first uh, in-home whiskey tasting. Yeah, pretty excited about that. What do you got going on? Are you messaging this person right now to be like, man, I can't believe that this guy Josh Williams doesn't know no, you. I'm bringing up like uh, whiskey stuff. Oh, really? Well, I'm trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about here. Well, does there, do, you have a, do you have whiskey questions? I'll talk whiskey. Well, no, you start talking and I'll ask away because I'm sure <laughs> I'm pretty ignorant of it. So well, I'll have lots of questions to ask you. Will they be good questions? We'll find out. Ooh, I like Look, it. Please, they're if they're not good questions, just say that's the You can ask anything. No, I would, I would never Because I'm a that. firm believer there are stupid fucking questions. I don't think so. If, if, Am I allowed to swear? We're of course. Okay. Dude, everything's fine. I swear, I, I swear. Not at all. You're good. As long as you're okay. comfortable having fun. The more fun you have, the more fun I think the audience will have listening to it. Good. In all fairness. Um... So yeah, I don't know. We, we did a whiskey tasting here at the house. I started a whiskey group because here's the thing: I have uh, accumulated quite yeah. the collection of whiskey over. You guys the last have to do AA together too. Is that AA? Like the plan? Oh yeah, uh, the group well, goes together. So <laughs> anyone's quitting, we're all quitting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can. I'd rather I I not well don't quit. If here's the thing, I, I've never had problems with the the drink. You know what the, my worst problem is that the drink is yeah. I'll be a good bitch all day and eat well and and be smart with what I'm consuming. With the calorie and then count. I hit a fucking I, I'll have a, a couple drinks and throw caution to the wind. And be like, you guys want to get a pizza? You know, where you go through the booze is get a gateway. McDonald's. Yeah, it's it it's basically drops. My inhibitions aren't like, oh, I'll fuck a stranger. Mine are See, more like, I'll put a dirty Big Mac in my mouth. <laughs> drinking, smoking weed, you still end up in the fridge. It don't matter. That's right. It don't yep. fucking matter. Your yep. fridge is getting punished. Yeah. So and I don't, uh, I don't, uh, in my fridge, the stuff I have to work for. So once I've had a few drinks, I'm not, uh, I'm not, you know, chopping up fucking veggies and making a salad. I'm, I'm, give me a dirty burger. And, but I will get into that. I will get into that. So, I did a, I did a whiskey tasting, and because I've collected so much whiskey over the last year. Um, 
the vast majority of it's been collected. I got that was it always my problem. I couldn't collect it. Really? Yeah. Couldn't just, collect it. Yeah. But I was just go as soon as you got it. Just had to get it in and get it out. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. <laughs> Can we talk about your situation? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So just so people know, because I had to ask my Paul situation. this. situation. It's not a situation well, anymore. Fuck. That's the beautiful thing about it. Well, that's true. Yes. <laughs> well, well, the position that you have on alcohol. Yeah, let's talk about it. But I just mean basically, because Paul's a friend of mine and I, we've talked about this before, you know, just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was telling him, I'm like, well, I did a lot of whiskey stuff this week. This and I'm going to talk about it on the everybody. podcast. Josh doesn't know I'm doing an intervention. Oh, the shit. Whiskey th- <laughs> oh, fuck, I wish I'd kept the receipts for all those bottles. Then. It's a one-on-one intervention. Everyone is listening, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll finally get emails. I'm not. The- stop sweating. I'm not interventing. Stop sweating. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I don't, you know what's funny? Pretty drunk. Something I do, I take a little pride in, actually, is... Uh, I don't sweat on, I don't, not a big sweater and I don't sweat on stage. A lot of comics on stage and they immediately start sweating and you can see it on their face, whatever. I'm not a, I'm not a sweater. I heard comics. So for a, for a, for a fat guy, that's one little bit of a saving grace I have that I'm not walking around just wet all the time. A lot of people, (laughs) there are a lot of fat guys who are just wet every time you see, you watch them. Comic Friday do a whole bit on, on his sweat. On how wet he is. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good bit though. I'm just, I always wonder too, I'm like, because you look scared, even if you're not scared you if you're sweating just sweat kind of it looks fearful to me and especially when you're smells. just standing there doing Fear nothing sweat smells too. yeah like but i'm just if you're just standing and sweating that looks more fear than than exertion if you're a fat guy and you're helping someone move and you're sweating you're like oh, he's a fat fuck and he's you know or sorry a fuck who is fat uh i had this big thing now but you have to see you can't see the disability first right it's not a blind person it's a person who's blind <laughs> not a fat fuck you're a fuck who is fat so it's not a disability uh, this sure time here in this part sure of the country. You, you, you try bending over and picking things up, carrying an extra hundred pounds on Dude. your front. You're not I'm, fat, I'm, you piece of shit. I'm um, skinny fat though. That's fine. What have Look, shoes. everyone's got their own thing. If flexibility that's, is if the that's key. what you're hung up on. Don't then. care about size. It's flexibility. Everyone can be flexible. You can be heavier and be flexible. I was gonna say your volume got louder all of a sudden. You're wow. doing that like radio. Hey, I'm just getting tuning in right now. Yeah, exactly. You can ask all the comics that ever did my my uh, my show. I had like the shittiest mic. I was like, oh, like your basement show? Yeah, it just would cut in and out, and they would just lose it. I got guys like people are like a foot away. Like, yeah, pretend the mic works. Yeah, just do. Yeah, just keep. No, they just start yelling at me in front of whatever the fucking. It was good show though. Yeah, and I, I wish I'd been in every time. Every time you booked one, I would end up having something else booked. And I'm like, fuck. You know my rules. If you're getting paid, go do it. Right? It's you fair. Just come to hang out at my place. <laughs> Which would have been fun. The um. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, yeah. I uh, so for for Paul's Paul's uh, doesn't drink. That's it. So I was just when I was doing the list of stuff today, I'm like, ah, I'm talking about a lot of whiskey stuff. I drink pop. I drink stuff. He doesn't imbibe alcohol. I don't consume the fire water. The fire water anymore. Yeah. So I was just was like, oh, I got a lot of whiskey stuff I'm talking about. Are we good? And you're like, yeah, I, I love that. So just if anyone feels me treading or, you know, if I'm not like, hey, Paul, what kind of whiskeys do you like? Go, but you're allowed to ask, you? but you're allowed to ask uh, uh, any questions that you want regarding it. All I know is that I got wicked into it over the last couple of years. I started with just enjoying scotch out of nowhere because my buddy Paul Verzi, uh, we went out to cigar bars together and we would have like a scotch and a, and, a, and a cigar. And I was like, oh, fuck. And the nicer scotch you got, you're like, oh, there's actually more going on in this. Yeah. And then you I bought a, a few bottles. I bought just a couple little bottles here and there. And then I ended up doing an event where I came home with like 16 bottles of alcohol. And I was like, well, I guess I have a whiskey collection now. Beautiful. 
So, and I didn't buy them there. It was like free bottles of alcohol. Really? So, yeah. You're gonna take those. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I would have, I had bourbons and ryes and scotches and I'm like, okay, well, I have a small little collection now. And then every now and again, you see something that's good. That's, you know, 10 bucks off and you're like, okay, well, that's a good price. And so now I have a whiskey collection. Um, oh, that's awesome. But I'm enjoying learning about it and drinking it. And it's actually... Yeah, it's just and like wine. Fun. It's just like wine. Yep. It's absolutely and I had a wine collection for a while, too. Better than wine. I have more respect for people who are whiskey tasters and whiskey collectors. And well, it was just... It takes up less room, too, probably, I imagine. Than, than well, wine. and you get... I think, for me, personally, it's more bang for your buck. Because was, there was a period of time where uh, I had a big wine collection, which I've since converted into a whiskey collection. Did you sell off wine to buy whiskey? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's true love. In a manner of speaking, I'll tell you off the air what I actually did. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Jesus is listening. No, not a, it wasn't illegal. It wasn't illegal. It was just like, you don't eh, come not a, a not kind of guy. No. Oh, I don't? Good. As I drink Good. Mexican pop. That's right. Yeah. I, I import. That's how, <laughs> that's how much of a fucking pop connoisseur cunt I am as I just fucking, oh, you don't, you don't hey, drink imported pop? No, I was soda pop. i was just impressed that it was in a glass bottle that's like i was like that ain't from around here no nope. no nope. nope, it's tasty yeah when was the last time you saw Maybe vancouver you can get dude everywhere in la has mexican coke everywhere oh i'm talking about the glass no i know but i'm saying they all come in like knee-high glass bottles and everything like that all the mexican i don't think i've seen mexican coke in a can um really? mm-hmm. why is i don't have canning factories i guess who knows terrace on aluminum aluminum but it's better right glass is better for the environment right Am I crazy? Yeah, it's way better. Yeah. Did you know, here's a funny fact about pop and, and, and glass, that when Coke was uh, initially developing their bottle, they put it out to tender, and um, the only specifications that they had to the bottle that uh, people were competing to to present was that it had to be recognizable smashed on the ground. Isn't that weird? They had to. Re- they had to. If it, it was smashed, their bottle, their product bottle was the Coke bottle was smashed on the ground. Yeah, just still not was a Coke you bottle. Still had to, people would be able to look at it and go, "Hey, that's a Coke bottle." And so, what did they do to make sure that was the case? They just came painted up, it red. No, they came up with that design. That that how the bottom is so thick. Like, it doesn't matter how many times you smash that bottom, it's not going to break. Oh, so I that's see. the part that it will break certain. I don't know, but anyways, apparently a Coke bottle is this Fanta bottle. You wouldn't know that was Fanta. No, no, I wouldn't. The 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 weird ghosts? sort of. You got ghosts in your house? There's like a shadow just went across the. Oh yeah, Jason's leaving. <sighs> he is a ghost, that boy. <laughs> the ghost of absolute. The ghost of absolute. Ghost of Christmas yet to is he come. Still telling jokes or what? No, he quit everything. Why did he quit. Because uh, I don't Cause know. He was, he was actually people. afraid. He said he has nightmares of doing stand up. He's afraid. He has nightmares that he's on stage and he forgets his act. And I'm like, well, it's been like five years since you did comedy so he'd be perfect now because everyone forgets no one doesn't act anymore everyone just gets up and free balls yeah and they pretend that's yeah and that's what a lot of crowd, <laughs> I'm man, crowd working, you guys just baby. get up there and freestyle <laughs> the, like, that's I, the could, whole... I could do it i could just go up there and, and be I, funny I, for an hour it's like I, you I, think I, so i could do i can do 30 i can do 30 no problem man yeah no problem yeah, four, I'm, I'm like i have no doubt you could stand there and talk yeah, for half you an just hour. did 40 minutes of crowd work yeah <laughs> still having our joke yeah no, well that's me <laughs> I'm the fucking crowd work guy. But you're good. But there's a difference between emceeing quality crowd work and and, and doing your and then just shitting shit, shit, shit. Their shit. Yeah, shooting your that shit. That makes sense. It's a big yeah. That's why it's dangerous to do MC work and then try to go headline. Right. I get to also my my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm headlining in January, recording my you album. 
You're recording an album? Yep. Why are we not fucking talking about that? We well, I listen to the so podcast. Fuck, it's on. It's on you're the list. Yeah, getting me on whiskey. I'm cool. You're like, why are you talking about? It? I'm like, well, listen to the previous episodes. I do talk about it. <laughs> oh, look bad there. That's <laughs> where it's where I tell people. It's uh, <laughs> the whole point of this podcast. I tell them what's going on with my life. I plug it later in the show too. Um, so yeah, I did the whiskey tasting on Wednesday because now that I've amassed this collection of whiskey, and yes, if you have whiskey questions, ask. But now that I've amassed this collection, ah, oh, for fuck's sakes, I hate. No, Jason's parked behind me. Never mind. We have um, we have issues with parking in our driveway. Usually, I'm parked behind Jay. Yeah, it's not the case. I was worried that he's going outside, and I'm like, I'm well, you're talking whiskey, so car. you can't drive. So I would have to. I can talk whiskey. It. I haven't been consuming it. So you say. All right. So all of that. Sorry, <laughs> listeners, for the last thirty seconds of nonsense. Um, I uh, I've been starting to do like okay. Well, now that I have all this whiskey, so this is what I learned too. Okay, is that, um, and I think I've told my my listeners about infinity bottles, but fuck it, they've listened to me tell the same story twice before. I learned, because I had all these collections of bottles I was bringing home, and I was just thinking, oh, I'll open them up, right? And as long as I don't consume them, because I've had open bottles of like Kahlua and Baileys and shit, and a lot of people do. You don't go through it super, super fast. Yeah. But I'm like, so I open these whiskeys, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just pour you know, an ounce or whatever. It's got a cork to stop it up. It's good. Yeah. The only thing is that once you open a bottle, um, you have about a year or two, sometimes three, depending on how full it is, to drink it. It's not a lot of time. And I only learned recently that there's like the clock ticking. Once a bottle's half empty or more, you've got maybe a few months to drink it because the, the amount of air in there, the evaporation, like alcohol evaporates. You pour yourself mm-hmm. a glass of a spirit, that alcohol is evaporating as soon as it's it's there. So you could leave it there for, you know, if you had like a shot of something in a glass, you could yeah. leave it there for That's an hour or so. That's what was destroying the ozone, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah alcohol vapors <laughs> from whiskey. But I'm just saying, if you put a, like a glass of, of whiskey down in an hour, it's going to taste vastly different than when you put it, when you first poured it, because the alcohol is just sitting there evaporating Breathing, the right? whole time. It's like Theoretically, but it's not so, like wine can open up to certain extents, yeah. but, and it's still evaporating, but it's evaporating so because the alcohol content is Isn't it like the glass, what glass you poured in will... It makes we'll a difference. It it's more too. funneling the evaporation. It's not so yeah. much that the glass affects the evaporation. That aroma more so. Right. That's why like in a drinking whiskey out of a Glencairn, it's like tulip shaped. Same thing with a, a wine glass. It's more open and then mm-hmm. funneled. The idea is that like you can get the smells, but what they do is they open up and then it funnels that smelling, that okay. scent right to your nose. So with whiskey, you put it down, it's still evaporating and it's high, high alcohol content. It's like minimum 40% with yeah. a lot of them. And then all the way up to like the ones we were drinking the other night, we were up to 61% alcohol. What's the, so, what's the minimum age that the whiskey has to be to be on your table? Like, no, I'm not, a, I'm not a cunt like that. But, but like, is there like a cutoff? Like, no, no, no. Cause there's a lot. Like well, a for example, old? most whiskeys are going to be at least 12, you know, two 10, years old. 10, I say, I would two? say at least. Oh, wow. And I said most. So the idea is bourbons are, are usually two years. I think uh, okay. in order for them to be legally called straight bourbon, they have to be aged for two years in the American oak barrels. That's so like if you a, see like, like Kentucky Napoleon. straight bourbon. Like Napoleon's a bourbon, isn't it? It's I don't know. Brand. Maybe. Like I'm, I'm, I'm only learning, but I'm learning very quickly. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, he's starting to be a passion. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea was basically once a bottle is opened, the clock is ticking. And as much as I have this whiskey collection, I'm not drinking every day. And the days that I do drink, it's maybe I'll pour, you know, an ounce into the bottom of the glass and I'll just sip it. Like that's the thing. I've, yeah. I've, Jason is a drinker. He drinks like a lunatic every freaking day, beer and, and, uh, vodka. He doesn't drink whiskey. He doesn't like whiskey because it no. tastes good. Uh, but he'll drink the shittiest beer. He'll drink the shittiest 
uh, vodka. But it's shitty whatever. beer. He buys like nice decanters and pours shitty stuff into them, so he looks, looks like classy. I was going to say it yeah. does look class because uh, yeah. when you were gone, I was like, Whew, yeah, no, it's like the cheapest, uh, you know. Gas station, station. Even though we have like LCBO and SAQ, he goes like to the SAQ and he'll buy the cheapest shitty candy. Pours it in there because he just mixes it. He drink, he drinks like uh, yeah. If you're mixing, it's no big deal. Right? Yeah, but I'm saying overall, and sometimes he'll just pour himself one on, on the ice like he wants to look fancy. But it's like you're just drinking vodka on the rocks. It's rubbing alcohol. Anyways, I'm sh- I'm drink do, shaming. I shouldn't. <laughs> do you drink vodka on the rocks? You can, can if you're being it? stupid. You're Jason rushing. loves to be stupid. Nothing loves more than that. Now, here's a question, because that's the big thing. You, you shouldn't be putting rocks in your whiskey, right? Because you're watering it down. Correct. Okay. Um, it's not that you should. Was it neat? Neat is, yeah, neat is with nothing. So I'll, I'll, I'll answer that question happily. Um, so my big thing was I had all these bottles opened. I'm not drinking every day. And they're starting to go. So some of them I've actually had for almost two years now. You literally have a drinking problem. Like, yeah, but not no. not the kind yeah. where it's like, oh, I drink too much. It's like I have a lot of alcohol. And I'm not drinking it enough. Yeah, that's a real. So because I was saving it. Some of these bottles, right? Like I didn't, I didn't have a, you know, like a, some of the bottles I have were over hundred dollars, which is a lot for a fucking less than a liter of liquid, regardless of what's in it. But so I would pour myself one once in a while and enjoy it. Then when I was like, oh, these things are going. Like, there's not to say that you're going to come back and the bottle's going to be empty. But the idea is that you're going to taste it and it doesn't taste like that product did originally. It didn't taste the way it was intended to because it's been evaporating for like two years. Mickey. Maybe. Well, I don't know if it'll be that bad. In fact, maybe, maybe it'd be interesting for to, to pour it in a glass and leave it for like, you know, an hour and then just come back and taste yeah. it and say, okay, well, this is what evaporation tastes like. But it's the alcohol that evaporates, not the whole liquid, right? Regular water evaporates. But... Not at the same speed. So that's that's the whole thing, guys. So if you're like, well, what do you mean evaporation? It's still in the bottle. It, we're not talking about that. It's the alcohol that evaporates. But at the alcohol, when you get a 60% alcohol in a whiskey, when that alcohol is gone, it's going to taste vastly different because that alcohol is part of the taste. So that's all it was. So I had all these bottles that were opened and I'm like, I need to start. First off, I want to collect more, but I can't just have all these open bottles and trying different things. So I was like, I need to make a whiskey group. I need to, I, I want to share with, with the people who are interested in whiskey, want to try different things. You're a problem solver. Oh, aren't I? You're a problem solver. So I, uh, that's what I did. I started a whiskey group and we did our first tasting the other night. So I positioned the group. I put a bit together a bunch of pictures of, uh, of different sort of uh, ideas of, hey, here's a type of sampling. Here's another type of sampling. Here's another sampling. So I was like, do you guys want to try a bunch of different bourbons. Did you guys want to try three different bourbons from the same company? Did you want to try three scotches? Do you want to try three different scotches from different areas? Or do you want to try all different, you know, three different types of scotches, but they're all from the same island, that have the same taste? Like, so the idea is putting all these together. And then the one that we landed on was I decided to do a, well, let's try a range of whiskeys one. So instead of just being like, whatever, I'm like, why don't we try one rye, one bourbon, and one scotch? And that sort of gives you an idea. Yeah, just a a, a basics entry level. Well, if you've always wondered about whiskey, here's the thing. So you asked me about, um, you know, doesn't doesn't putting rocks in it uh, ruin it or whatever? It's not. There is no like you can't ruin whiskey. There's there's a a YouTube channel. Sorry, a lot of people use the. Oh, sorry, the stones. The stones. Yeah, that's an option. So here's balls. Right. So because a lot of people like, well, I want it cold, but I don't want to dilute it, and they think that the diluting is what fucks it. But here's the thing. So there's. 
Um, there's a, a whiskey uh, channel that I watch on YouTube, and they have a very cool mantra, which is just, what's the best whiskey? The whiskey that you like. What's the best way to drink it? The way you like to drink it. So they're not, they're very anti-snobbery and everything like that. It's like there's, there's no like I yours is better than mine. They just didn't want to answer the question. Well, no, they still talk about all this That's stuff. Soft. They just they just say, generally speaking, it's not like it's not like putting ice and whiskey is wrong. It's just understand what you're doing when you put it in there. So sometimes mm-hmm. the you know if you if you want to have a whiskey on a hot day and you're like I don't want to I don't want to I'm not saying trying to taste all the things. I'm just well, I want to sip understand and I like it. it. It puts people off from drinking it because they're like, well, there's etiquette to this, and I don't want to look like a fool. Well, that's the thing. I don't have I'm no part of me is like we're gonna sit down and 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 this guy's this is the fine or something. No, it's just we're sit down and you want to taste it. You get to taste it and do whatever you want with it. Yeah. I put the water. I put the droplets. You know we're we're available oh, yeah. to add a little water to it if you want to open it up or taste it. But the idea. It's it's chemistry. Yeah. So the idea is, and this is one of the ways it was explained to me, was when you add ice, you're burying sixty to eighty percent of the flavor. So if it's a very strong tasting like bourbon or something that'll stand up to the to the ice, or a really strong tasting scotch that'll stand up to the ice, you're still going to taste some things in it, but you are burying the flavor because your mouth is not equipped to taste extreme temperatures. You know what I mean? So. Very cold or very hot, you're not tasting as much. And they even said, like, why is the shittiest beer on the 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 planet advertises like, oh, it's got to be ice cold. Don't drink it till the mountain turns blue. You know what I mean? Because so that so you don't taste, taste it. It's it not anyways. that good, right? Um, so the whole point is, you sued. can drink. Yeah, <laughs> they know that you're talking about them. Yeah, you can drink the. Uh, you can drink anything cold. It's the same thing as like wine. When you serve it at at cellar temperature, right? Okay. So it's like like when people say like room white temperature, wine, of course. Right? Uh, white, yeah, white or red. People drink cellar red. temperature isn't uh, isn't cold though. It's like it's like it's supposed to be room temperature. Now they call it cellar temperature because room temperature now is about twenty two degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, there's another sorry Celsius Celsius oh, cellar yeah pickled pickled goods okay. yeah. So the whole idea is, but the thing is like. Um, the rule of thumb now with wine is if you're serving white wine, you mm-hmm. take it out of the fridge 10, minute bef- 10 minutes before you serve it. Okay. And for red wine, you put it in the fridge 10 minutes beforehand. Uh, right? So you don't uh, you don't chill red, you chill white. But if you take it right out of the fridge, the white's still going to be colder than it should be. Do you still serve it in the brown bag? Or? No, <laughs> still. Uh, and then red, of course, it's going to be too hot at room temperature, so it brings it down a little bit. But the idea is that just that's how you taste it. Messing with the bouquet. Yeah. See, I got to use that word again. There you go. Well, why do you think people, almost everyone who likes wine, almost always starts with white? And the reason being is that the first time, I would say the first time most people have wine, probably at an event like a wedding or something where it's already on the table, right? And the white's chilled and the red's not. They're both going to be cheap wines, but it's nicer for someone to drink a cold alcoholic drink where they're not tasting that stuff in the wine versus the room temperature Merlot that's on the table usually then usually shittier tasting so the whole idea is most people right right. so you're drinking oh this one's cold and tastes kind of alcoholic this one's warm and it tastes kind of alcoholic i like the cold one better and people just get used to drinking white but a lot of people once they've started drinking wine they move to red very quickly because red has way more taste going on and i heard italians don't drink white wine is that true like i wouldn't know i don't think that's true at all they're pretty big on pinot grigio over there so i can't imagine them not drinking white okay well that's good to know it's so quiet you've gotten oh, that's good. so anyways we can we can totally move on from <laughs> no the, the i like this combo. whiskey talk all i'm saying is that i did my first tasting we you did got a whiskey we girl? did a rye a whiskey girl yeah what's that it's a song oh did you ever hear whiskey girl no i know cinnamon girl cool who is it toby keith 
Oh, gross. Girl. I wouldn't know that. Don't know Toby. You look I know who he is, but why am I listening to country music? Why not? I don't know, because I can read. You've never... The great thing with country music is, is that it doesn't matter if you've heard it once or never, you can sing along. You can always sing along to a country Because they just repeat the chorus over and over again. It's so slow, you can figure it out. That's it's what so I love slow. It. You're kind of so you're you're, t- you're you're kind of anticipating where they're going. You're like, I think he's going to talk about his dog. And you could dog, you're like, his, Shit, dog, his truck, his dog. woman, or Friday night because Friday night's very big in country. Music. In the country, what are like, you doing boom, boom, out boom, there? Boom, 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 boom. Well, it's Friday night, nip, nip, nip. they just get right into. It. As soon as you say Friday night, it's catnip for country mon- monkeys. Have you ever? Well, you were performing in the country. Yeah, and I made fun of them for it. Did they I'm going to get to that. I, I am still on issue number one on this sheet right. here. No, no. No apology necessary. I'm just saying. So my friend Sean, yes. his lovely girlfriend uh, Megan, and uh, Kamar, as a matter of fact, joined us for the first whiskey tasting. We did Collingwood Rye. We did uh, Elijah Craig Bourbon. And we did a special edition uh, Glen Burgee Valentine's single malt 15-year wow. scotch. Yeah, sounds good. It was fun. It was fun. So, but it was just, but an ounce and a half over the course of like an hour and a half. So it's kind of one of those, like, I'm not going like, I'm not pouring full glasses of this. Like, it's not about uh, getting not drunk. Uncouth. Yeah. It's not about like, I tell people like, if you want to come and get shit faced on whiskey, that's not what I want this to be. Yeah. We can sit on the back porch in the summertime and, and, and drink whiskey and I'm cool with that. Let's get drunk and whatever. But Time place. in terms of the tasting part, I, and, and the thing too is, uh, I, I basically charge people for the tasting what it costs me out of the bottle. So I just do the math on the bottle. The bottle costs this much. There's this many ounces. That's fair. What's the cost? So yeah, as much as I'm, unfortunately, the, there's a part of me that's like, man, as a host, I'd love to just be like, come over and I'll take care of you. Yeah, right. But it's expensive. I can't keep putting bottles on the shelf if I'm given expensive show. Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wouldn't, yeah. I, I, yeah. You can't be handing out hammers. I got to build a wall in my front yard to keep people out of my whiskey. It's my whiskey. You can't get in it. Um, so the idea is just, you know what? They pay for what they're drinking. No, no markup, no profiteering. I'm a not-for-profit whiskey tasting thing. Anyways, across as an NDP. Do it, yeah. So <laughs> that's funny. So, anyways, they came over. We tasted those whiskeys. We had fun shooting the shit, and of course, and I did this the second time I did a tasting too. Is after we were done, I brought one or two more for us to try afterwards. No, of extra. your own personal. Well, they're stock. all they're all of my own personal stock, but you're not the ones you chart. You, right, no, that was the tasting. You pay for that, and then we. So the room, you taste. guys hearing this? So just come over for a little bit of a taste. Put it in for the first two bottles, and you get the second bottle free. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. So, and I brought down like more. It's funny because like the other stuff, my guys should try a little bit. Of this is like the more expensive shit too. I nice. do like to share but i i gotta keep the collection alive because i can it's Glenn very Fittick, easy whiskey, isn't it? it is it's a scotch Bush Mills. uh irish yeah i went to those two factories did you yeah i'm going to scotland in february so Ooh. i'm looking forward to going to uh, to some of the ones i like so i love it but this is the thing i got and i gotta candy store. i have to mention this when i'm talking about the wednesday night thing so after again i was a good bitch during the day i ate well took good care of myself but then once we had had those once we got those whiskeys in our system Everyone was like, well, I'm kind of hungry. You guys want to order something, whatever? Uh, it's Wednesday night, probably around 1130 or so. And that's when you should and, shut us down. Well. Kick them out. <laughs> well, this was like, are you, are you guys hungry? Like, what are you guys? Someone, I think, I think Megan had asked, uh, Do you, have you guys ever heard of a McGangbang? And I was like, what is that? She's like, you've never heard of a McGangbang. I was like, no, I've never heard of a McGangbang. I'm not a big McDonald's guy. McDonald's breakfast, yes, but but burgers and fries, not really. But. The McGangbang is two sandwiches. Neither one of them I'm particularly fond of. You know what it is? You're like nodding already. 
I worked at McDonald's. So they had McGangbangs when you were. They didn't I even see. have these sandwiches when yes. you were young. What do you tell? Go. You tell what a McGangbang is. All right. I somebody corrected last night. So you might be talking. Southern Ontario. You might be talking about something that was corrected last night. So this happens. All this is what she said. She goes, "It's a McDouble." With a junior chicken in the middle of it, so yeah, you basically open it up, chickens, and you, yeah. right? You didn't have McDoubles either; you had double cheeseburgers. Fuck! You throw McChicken. You throw yeah, McChicken, McChicken in, in the middle Mac. of a Big Mac, and yeah, that's what they said last night the at the McDonald's. Which, by the way, last bang, night was bang. not Wednesday, so I'm getting to that point. So she's like, "Oh, you never had them. You need to get them." So we sent uh, we sent Kamar. Kamar uh, graciously offered; he volunteered to go get uh, McDonald's. Oh, fuck so he came, back, right? he came back. He came back. Uh yeah, he came back and he was hammered too. So he came back with, uh, he ran Mc- there. Yeah, exactly. Uber, but Uber, uh, Uber. yeah, he Ubered. <laughs> um, so he went to get uh the the McGangbang essentials. So he got a McDouble and a Junior Chicken for everybody. He legitimately. But then went, he came back wow. with like he brought two boxes of fries <laughs> and uh, twenty McNuggets. So, like we just were fat fucks after like that meal. Fucks who are Gosh, fat. Cow. It was just, it was a whole. Was it good? Yes. Yeah, dude. It was, I mean, well, it was the size of a Big Mac. Yes. But we took the buns too. So it wasn't like, oh, let's remove those unnecessary buns. This was all four yeah, bun slices in here. Dying, right? You can get the carbs yeah. in there too. Yeah. And here's the you thing. And I'm very sugar. ashamed of myself, but I've had four of those since. since. Why would you be So, ashamed? yeah, it's, well, it's six days later, which means that at least <laughs> two of them were yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and like, here's i was gonna say let's go I'm, afterwards <laughs> oh dude this is it's so brutal so yeah so the thing was nothing wrong with this i don't when i and, and, and as i tell I the understand. all right well listen i'll as i tell the rest of my week i will pepper in the moments that i had mc, this is good because i am interested to see the spacing yeah <laughs> well, the, what's the KFC? Did the KFC have the, the heart they had that, killer? The, they had that, uh, the, what do they call it? The double down or something? Down. It was gross. I tried one once and I'm like, that's just gross. And it was just two pieces of chicken with bacon in the middle. So really, so it's not It's not like, oh, look at all this shit. It's like just cut the bun out. two little pieces of chicken and a bacon in the middle with a piece of cheese. It's healthier, okay. wasn't it? Because it's cut no. the bun out. Yeah, exactly. So get rid of the it's, uh, What's that thing? The have you had a keto. turducket? It's keto friendly, yeah. yeah. Have you had a turducket? No. Turducken? Turducken. Have you had no, a turducken? turkey duck chicken. Have you ever, never had that? No. Oof. It's, it's good? good. Well, the duck. They all Do they take the, the meat and stuff, the meat, just the meat in? Because you're slicing it. You gotta, you're going to have carcasses in all of them. No, the whole, you got to get a big American turkey and they'll take it. They'll take a chicken. Right. And a duck. But I'm saying that when you're carving, you almost have to pull the other one out because you're carving. There's still carcass around it. You're not going to just Agreed. slice, take bone and gristle and everything. Mm. They got a chainsaw. Why not? I mean, if you have a fun. chainsaw, well, you're still eating a turducket. The meat you only you have on. a turducket when you're out like tailgating, and it has to be deep fried. Goes in a big pocket bucket, and then it's amazing. Ball. Oh no, yeah. it's so good, and you inject it with Sprite too. Like they have all these special. Yeah, the fattest boxes. country in the world knows how to how to make fatty foods. Yeah, well, and it's fucking it's hard. I'm, l- I'm lucky I don't live there. I'd be dead. I'd be dead. And I'll and I'll again over this, the end of this week. So get this on uh, on Thursday. This is some other shit that I had to do. And I'm, I'm definitely bitching about this. This is a pain in the ass in my industry. I, I do a lot of promotional stuff. And I took this, uh, they call them activations, but they're promotions. The, but the industry terms activation. So if I drop that word, that's what I'm talking about is the promotion. And uh, mm, the event that I'm doing is You're that we're going to be outside. Super seller, right? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm going to be in front of Loblaws 
restaurants, restaurants, grocery stores over the course of December, different locations, and we're making these like winter winter wonderlands up front where we're giving away chocolate and pasta and cookies and hot chocolate and doing photo booths and all this stuff. And it's basically just big customer appreciation stuff. Getting excited all around the holiday season. Come spend money. But we had to do the training for it on Thursday. Now, Mm -hmm. I had an event booked. When I said yes to the whole month of December, I did not say yes to the 28th and a training day that day. (laughs) So I was uh, there telling me, oh, we got training on the 28th. Can you make it? I said, I can't. I have an event that I have to, to go to. And they're like, oh, well, we... You know, like, oh, shit, is there anything you do? I'm like, I don't, I, I'm sorry about it. You'll, I'll have to get the training afterwards or, you know, figure out another time to train me. Well, it's really only the one event or well, the one training day. Like, it, it's, and you know, the training is mandatory, so you got to be there or else you can't do this program. So I jumped through a bunch of hoops. Um, Sorry, uh, keep getting messages on my watch here. Um, I jumped through a bunch of hoops to apologize to the company that I had previously said yes to, saying mm-hmm. I really can't make it. I have a training for like a month-long thing. If I don't do it, I'm not on the gig. Right. Please forgive me. And they were really cool. They helped me find an alternative person to staff it. And then what ended up happening was they're like, oh, we need a, an iPad for that event. We're going to purchase one from the Apple Store. Can you pick it up? We'll we'll pay you for your time and everything like right. that. And I said, you know what? You guys let me bail on this thing. I'll pick it up for you for free. So... I'm driving in the middle of the fucking day all the way down to Bayshore to I'm trying to remember. I came from the Quebec side. And I'm trying to remember why I went to Bayshore. It was super gracious of you. Well, they were nice to shit. like in my industry. Again, when you bail a couple of days yeah. out from something like that's not cool. They have to find someone else's staff. They have to train well, them to do it. it. So, you know, yeah. So I was just like, I, I apologize. I went and I drove to Bayshore. I picked up the iPad. I went home and I programmed the fucking thing. I had to take all the assets the next day, <coughs> excuse me, and drop them off to my uh to the event so that the other guy who's covering for me would do it so i jumped through a lot of hoops i did it all for free as i'm sorry that i couldn't do this and i I won't let him again and then i head off to do this four-hour training we get there everything that they showed us could have been done with a a lot of trainings are like conference calls so here's like the training deck read it here's all the info we're watching the training deck on a TV. So you're losing your shit. I'm frustrated. And then I go, I go, now you said there's two teams. There's only like 11 of us here and seven of them. I go, where's the, where's the other? And he goes, oh, they're going to be at the next training. Oh, fucking. And I God. said, I'm sorry. And they go, yeah, oh, just it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work out. Them. It didn't work out for everyone to make it to this training. So we had to schedule a second one. And I go, <laughs> I was one of those people that couldn't make it to this one. You like, started yeah, it. Don't worry. They go, yeah, don't, don't, just don't worry about it. And Did I go, they blame you I for go, starting that problem? Josh. Yeah, I go, actually, yes, Josh, you're the first one that asked yeah. for it. Then everyone no, heard were, you. The guy was just like, God goes, damn it, Josh. That's what he says to me. He goes, just, just don't worry about it. Just don't think about it. And I go, you have no idea the hoops <laughs> that I jumped through to do this. And then the yeah. training ended up finishing early. So they, they're like, oh, I go, are we getting paid for four to eight? And he goes, no, just four to seven. And I go, so not only am I not, like I booked off this time, oh, but I'm making less money. Yeah, so I'm like, we're making less money because we ended early. I go, I much would have rather worked that other shift where I was getting paid more money and got paid and then come to another training another time later on because it's acceptable. I go, instead, I lost that gig. I'm getting paid for three hours today. I did a bunch of running around in my spare time to make up. So not for you guys to listen because some people listen. They go, you're just bitching on your podcast. Listen, that was a big fucking frustration this week. The the amount of running around and dropping off and setting up. Because when I tried to set up the iPad, it was two-factor authentication for their thing. So they're like, 
So I'm working on it at night and it just dead halts because at one in the morning when I'm setting it up, it's asking me, even though they gave me their Apple ID and password. You were setting that shit up for them too. Yeah. Well, because I had to drop it off for the next guy, right? So I wasn't going to expect him to try to program an iPad because we had to download content onto it. It just, it was a ton of work you have for free. not to be nice, right? Yeah. And I, I'm starting to tell companies too, like, and I've said this in the podcast before, but I, I've started telling companies, if you book me, you're you're booking me, like you you reserve yeah. me for four hours, you're paying me for four hours. So just so you know, if the training ends early, you're paying me for all of it, right? Absolutely. And if they go, yep, okay, okay, cool, then I'll book you. But because, but yeah, this this that really pissed me off. Like the fact that he just sat there was just nonchalantly like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be the second training. I'm like, you you fucking assholes, you fucking assholes. Anyways, you handled it well. It's my though, first time dealing. Fun. It's my first time working with this new company. The other company that I bailed on, they know me. They know I do a good job. I work for them on Saturday doing the same event i was supposed to do both days anyways okay. blah 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 blah. Yeah. so that was my uh yeah that was your thursday that was my thursday my saturday my friday guys i did the event in the morning it was a nice day black thursday friday yeah nice thursday was fine like it, yeah. everything else was like today fine. today's beautiful my buddy jad and i actually went out and bought some whiskeys after that training <laughs> around on yourself all about all about whiskeys um i played uh played some games with my buddies uh games. mika and mel I, we just played pandemic legacy my okay. my listeners have listened to me talk about that before it was good it was a good time we had uh, we had a blast did we drink that night we drank we always drink whiskey i had a really good yeah uh and wine and beer you mix it up eh? Mis- mix what's it your up? beer what's your beer oh, i don't fucking know don't give a shit i, I try to drink Michelob Ultra just because it's low calorie i don't mind Lance if I'm Armstrong drinking, I'd rather. That. Isn't that what caused him the doping issues? The Michelob Ultra. Yeah. I don't know. Lance maybe. Armstrong. I don't. I don't want read fucking French bicyclist news expose. Lance Armstrong. He's not French, is he? French Open or something? Is that a thing? French. He was at the in French France. Open, isn't I think. isn't the, the end in France the one where they found out he was Tour de France? The Tour de France. That's what I'm France. thinking. Five, five, five. See, that's where the French thing came seven to mind. Times in a row. Ah, oh, of course. And then they. Anyways, I'll get upset if I start talking about that. Why? You big big bike enthusiast? Big Lance Armstrong. You know what? I've had a lot of heroes just demolished over the years. Just, you know. Back in the wrong horses. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, man, these guys are all winners and no, they're all losers. You know, like Lance Armstrong losers, went though. down. Tiger Woods went down. But the thing is, there's Bill Cosby went down. Everybody that people like, and that's the thing, right? Is everyone acts like, oh, it's just my my heroes were the ones that were the bad ones. It's not. Every nobody nobody lives a life of absolute purity. It's not even a piece of shit. shit. Just everybody's got their their shit. And if 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 I think everyone has a piece of is a piece of shit somewhere in their life. What's the one thing you wish would never get out? That's a good way. That's <laughs> a good way to get it up. Is on a podcast. What's the one thing you wish no one would ever find out? Um, <laughs> I'm writing it down for. I'm asking you. I'm writing it down for Josh, and if he says it, it's his. Okay. Will you write it down across the table? There's no paper or pen in your hand. I don't know. Um, I don't think you don't have to say it. I'm just. I'm I. Sure I. I. Piece of shit. I've, I've said. I've made. I've made uncouth jokes. I've definitely absolutely. said shit like it's. But it's one of those things too. Like we talk about in society now. It's like if you just took a sentence and said, this person said that. And then society like, okay. But did you say it by accident or are you intentionally trying to hurt people? You don't come across as a guy who would say something that hurt people. Like here's an example. Yeah, I probably was trying to hurt people. That show I did the other last show I did the other night. Okay. Get up. I start doing my bit. I'm talking about getting hammered. I'm like, who's getting, you know, 
I forgot number one rule. Ask the producer who's the show for. It was a sober show. It was for the AA of something. Oh, really? So you can't even and ask. I him. always thought I was like, man, and I just kept trying to hit this drinking spot, and I was like, man, and because I don't drink, I don't right. think anything of it, right? Because I love people who drink too. I, 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 but and I'm looking at the producer, and she's looking at me. I was like, oh. But there's another um, skill Where set you could accidentally, to changing gears. I was like, yeah. oh, this is not, we're, we're going to down gear here. Of course. And I'm going to change roads completely and go and reroute it real quick. And that was a good learning opportunity for me. That well, and that's the thing too. Like I have definitely put my foot in my mouth accidentally a hundred times. It didn't help mouth. that I was hanging over the bar before going up, pretending I was pulling the spout of the keg. Oh really? Yeah, I was like, "This is hilarious!" Like, look at them; they're looking at me. It's, and the funny thing is, like, and it's like, even if even if you were doing an event, like, so I could do an event where I'm like, "Oh yeah, AA, you're not supposed to talk about it, and it's all supposed to be anti drink." Uh, but I'm a drinker. Oops, sorry, that was just a mistake. I didn't mean to. They didn't even like realize. You're like, "Oh, I, I'm the exact same boat." Like, I totally wouldn't be touching the shit either. So how funny is that? That like none funny. of us have any interest in this yeah. subject matter. Then here's me trying to metaphorically speaking but force it down your throat. <laughs> I didn't even know that after the show there was a sober show. I was able to pick up on the public cues. Oh yeah, you're feeling, like, you're feeling. Fuck? Why is the room avidly against this? What is this burning? What's this burning sensation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the question is, do you pick it up and recognize it real quick and change? Which I would, I, I would like, personally, I would probably just go, gears. okay, this is definitely an awkward subject. I go, I just feel from you guys that me talking about. Normally, you go, who's drinking? Everyone goes, ah. but there's that other question. But the fact of, that everyone is avidly against it means that there's something going on that I'm not aware of. But then there's so that I'm old question of, is it just me? Yeah. Maybe they don't fucking know and I shouldn't bring it up. No, and I'm no, just going to roll. But, but then sometimes someone, like if you start addressing it audibly like that and then people yeah. start nodding, I go, okay, all right, I picked up on it. All right, it's cool. So let's change. <laughs> let's talk about something else. I nod. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna go to my child point. pornography ring jokes, guys. And they're like, oh, you okay, not axe. that one. Not, not that axe, one either. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's um Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, I mean I I've to, I'm not somebody, generally speaking, that would say something to hurt someone. Like, I wouldn't just go calm. But I know that in uh, an angry state when I was a young man, like I was capable of it. And again, it's more uh I mean, I think we're all human. We've all said things to people that we're like, you know, when you get older, you're like, wow, I wish I hadn't said that. Yeah. You know, I've said I've said and done some dumb things in my in my life, and and I, I have a lot of listeners who've been present. At yeah, those you've times. opened a couple times for me. No, MC, MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my shows. I I, I a couple I, of MCs that have really dropped some stuff that I was like, man, I could blow their career up just by. Have I said something like that? No, recently? not you. There's been oh, other. Okay. No, this is like when like, I first I started. There was because you know you set your camera up and you go on stage, so you always catch the end of the oh. MC's uh, introduction eh? and some of the stuff that I'm like, wow, that was just I was out there, right? I yeah, sink some careers. So. Oh yeah, They're and in I the just file. and the funny thing is, like, like I, I was talking it. with the comics last night on the show. Is uh, nobody cares about intense. who were you on last night with? Um, Matt Watson was hosting. Uh, Chris Gordon was headlining. It was myself, Trevor Thompson, and a guy called Tom Hills. Good line. Not bad. Not bad at all. I, I was prepared to bomb, and I, I didn't do... Well, I was doing all new doing stuff. stuff eh? I was doing all Good. new stuff. But uh, it was more like just talking. To bomb. It was. Oh, I told them on stage. <laughs> I said, I'm prepared to bomb, just so you guys know. You can't do this. Cheating. You can't tell no, them I was, you I was like four stuff. minutes. I was, no, I was, no, I didn't say... I didn't tell them it was new. I'm prepared to bomb. I didn't I'm tell them it was new. 
fucking bed. No, and I didn't. That, I, and I didn't open it. I was thinking about it. And I go, should I tell them that I'm prepared to bomb just so they don't feel like they get to judge? But I'm like, I was like three, four minutes in where I was like, I'm talking about this stuff, and I could see them. Like some of them were like listening, some mm-hmm. of them were like cringing, like, uh oh, where's this going? Good. You're getting a reaction at least, right? And I just said, I go, you guys can laugh if you want, or you can cringe. Don't don't try to second guess where it's going. I'm going to talk about this no matter what. Um, I'm prepared to bomb. So if you don't like it, Either. cool. I'm still telling you about it. So I go, Perfect. you could, you can, you can try to convince, you can try to make me uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm going to say it no matter what. Come for the fucking ride or don't. I'm yeah. And that's what I told them. I go, I'm prepared to bomb. So don't, don't feel like you have to worry for me. I'm saying it no matter what. Yeah. Um, Set bits, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I, uh, I don't know what the fuck we were talking about before that, but oh, if, if people found that or stuff, I, I think heroes go down all the time. It, it happens, but it's more just that people but have heard. do you heard. find that society seems very fixated they become very irish that way they want to tear everyone down do you ever hear that the old saying well aren't you the one who told me people who can't control their emotions want to control other people's behavior yeah i think that sounds smart so i read that somewhere for sure oh yeah nothing i say intelligent that i ever i didn't create it myself hey that was a good bit though yeah i just but that's the thing so it's it's true it's it's not like oh we want to tear everyone else down it's that you got your own shit and it's easier to it's like giving someone yeah. advice, right? That old saying, take my advice, I'm not using it. Yeah. It's easier to tell that's everybody true. else how to live their lives and this and that than to, to just go and fix your own. And that's the thing. The, the What is it? The smallest to dogs. to fix your own, you can't be paying attention to anyone else around you. Right. <laughs> right. But it's just it's just you have to look your own shit and go, oh, wow, what am I doing? Nobody wants the dog to look bit? inward. The small dogs. The smallest dogs always bark the loudest. So the people who are always telling everybody else what to do and this and that, to me, yeah. they're the people who are... are weak of character and things like that. Like nobody, nobody who's ever accomplished anything of significance, you know, like you're not listening to, to CEO saying my key to success was to whining uh, or was, was to whine about what everyone else got to complain, to constantly say, I don't have it as good as everyone else. Nobody's given me anything. You just Bitch and complain. Sorry. You just hit it on the head. Yeah. It's, it's all character. There's no character. Ba- there's yeah. No folks on like, character oh, anymore. We can't get ahead because this and that. We can't do that. Listen, the people who are successful go, I'm going to work with what I can control. I'm going to have advantages and disadvantages. I'm going to maximize the advantages. I'm going to try to minimize the disadvantages. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to persevere. And I'm not going to worry about what other people are doing. The weak people, and I'm sorry if you're one of them. You know, I have been one at times and I still struggle with it at times, but yeah. the weak people are the ones who are worried about what everyone else is getting and, and well, well, I don't get it because I'm this, there's, there's, you know, and I don't know, whatever it's like, they don't, you don't get it because you're a piece the of weak shit, white men who are like, Oh, white men don't have a chance right now. Like you know guys. what? Right now we're not a popular box to check white and that's guys? fine. Okay. I don't. I think it's the white guys that have the biggest problem with not being popular. Yeah, but that's what it's I'm saying. White guys, not not being. What but I'm just saying we're cool? a dime a dozen. So oh, yeah, the fact cool. that we're not the commodity right now. Or should we? You know what I mean? Sorry, I'm the, loving the, it. I love it. I love. I was just going to say McDonald's thing. We're we're the McDonald's, and right now people have realized they can eat healthier. There's other things on the menu. So they're mad. Going, well, I just McDonald's when they're drunk. Wait a second, right. <laughs> I'm just saying we're a classic for a reason. But <laughs> hey. All I'm saying is that people will whine about what they don't have you. or will try to tear someone else down. Because if you can't succeed, if you can't move up, the easiest thing to do is rather than bring yourself up is to try to bring, bring other people down. And that's all it is. Um, at the end of the day, you know, just whatever. I, I've said this before on the podcast. My, my listeners have heard me say it. All, all I know is at the end of the day, don't don't Man, sit around. At least I people. Hate Taylor Swift. Like, do yeah. Fuck <laughs> do you? <laughs> I don't. She know just her. got like she just got a ten. A ten. I watched Kamar was. Uh, I Kamar like was working drama. on his craft. 
the other day. Is that what he calls it now? No, he doesn't call it anything. Kamar Kamar comes home and sits in front of the TVs for 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 six hours. Hey, you got to learn. You know, you can learn a lot (laughs) watching TV. I'm just busting his balls, but he was watching the Grammy. He's I don't know. No, he's not here. His car's not in the driveway. He's got a car. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck. This is a baller house. You guys all have cars. Simon doesn't. Simon has a bicycle that he doesn't know how to use. He's close to work though, right? Uh, Maybe. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's been, sure there's, here's the thing. There's been, there's been, uh, let's call it drama for the, uh, for the white women. Um, there has been drama in the house, uh, this week for, for Simon and Kamara and it's not my place to talk about it. So I won't, but if they give me permission, I was hoping they would be here and we could I'm have totally them do little guest the spots. Drama. I'll tell you later, but it's not my place to, to yeah, share. It's not with like the world. a visit without Kamara dropping in for a guest spot. Right. Like, there's no mic involved well, half the time. But know, we're, we've still got a lot to talk about, so there's if, plenty of time for him to still drop in. Up, I'll be so excited. Yeah. So, um, anyways, yeah, there's that's the point. We don't need Kamara was watching Taylor's uh, the Grammys or, or the VMAs or whatever the yeah. fuck it is, and Taylor Swift was getting a 10-year achievement award or something like that. Just that's what made me think of it when you said you hate Taylor Swift. So, bought more whiskeys. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I don't care. He I watched the whole thing, it, so, so must have been. But... That's another one. I want to. I'm going to bust Kamar's balls about that someday, but Taylor not on the Swift. podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to blow him up on the podcast. He's my buddy. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about people doing things, right? Or it's like, why am I not getting ahead? It's like, well, yeah. my. You know what? I'm going to. I'm going to do something adjacent. My mother does this, and I love my mom very much. But my mom uh, works hard at work, and then she comes home and she has tasks that she does. But I'll, she'll like, I'll be like, oh, did you call that thing that you need? It's like a five minute phone call. Oh no, I was really busy. I didn't get a chance to do it. I've been so. And you're like, okay. And then I'll talk to her the next day and she's like, oh, you know what I really like? There's this new show on YouTube called blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I watched all 13 episodes yesterday. I'm like, oh. Dun, dun, dun. So you had time to watch 13 episodes of this, yeah. but you didn't make that five-minute phone call. And there is a, a plethora of people who are too busy to do something for yeah. themselves and I can't, I never had time to do this and I don't have too time to do that. And, and I, you know, I can't get ahead and I really, I really work hard. And it's like, yeah, or you sit around and watch TV all the time. You know, what's one of one or the other, you know? Yeah. But anywho, so whatever, you know, we're not going to change the world. Never am. So show and run for it. I'll tell you what my experience was on on, uh, Saturday, unless you had a question. No, I'm excited to hear. Okay. So my buddy, Jason Harper, you know, if you're familiar with Jason Harper, Jason Harper and I go to do this show. We were, we were being two old white guys in the car on the way up. We were just talking about uh, like the rides up. uh, Yeah. (laughs) We're just talking about uh <laughs> you get the show you're like oh, the show could be okay i well, enjoyed the ride <laughs> we were just joking about like we were just joking about the things we're watching on netflix he told me about uh the the movie he's like do you ever watch the toys that made us i'm like yeah i watched all of them they're okay. great and he's like there's one now on called the movies that made us and okay. it's like uh i think they had dirty dancing home alone ghostbusters and die hard were the four movies that they did christmas so, sounds like christmas to me yeah, kind of. Dyer. I don't know about Dirty Dancing. The, the Ghostbusters and Dirty Dancing are Christmas. Yeah, I think they've slid into Christmas slots somehow. Anyway, sorry. Ghostbusters has slid into Christmas slots. Ghostbusters is on all the fucking time. One, well, one or two. Yeah. Is three the one with all the ladies? They don't even call it Ghostbusters three. That was supposed to be a reboot. What is that? And it failed miserably. Three is coming out. Um, oh, next oh, year. Oh, it will be three, but the, the three the, is coming out. Did you and see it's the, the one original with... cast with Jason uh, Jason Reitman, Ivan Reitman's son, directing it? Son of the guy who directed the I first really two. I hope the fuck he channels him. I hope he can channel him because it'll be yeah. great if he can. Oh yeah, and his well, his dad's executive producer on it as well. So cool. they're they're working on it together. But it's it's Will Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and uh, and Egon or whatever Winston uh, yeah. Ernie Hudson because nice. Harold Ramis is dead. Dead. So yes. 
Oh, that makes me cry too. Yeah. Well, it's coming out. Yeah. Well, he didn't touch anybody before he died that we know of. They were, they time. went after Give John Wayne at one point. Like they went they to just go a couple back weeks and they're like, yeah, John Wayne said mm, these. It's like, racist. oh, you mean a, you mean a guy sixty years ago said something a guy sixty years ago would say? Interesting. <sighs> it's uh, let's focus on today. Let's yeah. stop worrying about the dead. It's guys. so like it's just Especially trying to tear down people. Guys. But anyways, um, so the show on Renfrew, Jay and I went up. We were talking about the movies. We were talking about. Uh, we were just doing some shit and I don't want to, I don't want to tell the conversation, not because I'm worried about getting in trouble, but because I'm working on it as a bit. So I don't want okay. my, my bit in its infancy to get ruined or to inspire other people to go a different direction with it. Fucking comics. They're so but, afraid of my genius getting out. Nah, it's not Someone genius. My genius. No, I hear you. I totally respect it was just, that. It was just funny. We were talking about. I'm trying to read your notes. Some of this right stuff now, too. But, yeah. Oh, I didn't. Really, <laughs> no, I just wrote show and reference. So we're, we're going up for this event and apparently it's five different, uh, uh contracting companies like foundation and concrete and it's a lot of oh, a lot of like eclectic framing f- framing uh stone type so they're all smoking darts drinking beers pretty much there was one guy so we show up and uh we start setting up the band there was was pretty cool they let us use a lot of their sound and lights or sorry not lights but sound Do you guys sound have to up after a band no before Oh, before luckily, oh, this is like luckily. an original comedy show. Like you're going yeah. up to warm up. But we just the got there. There's a band. Like, well, this is apparently a company does very, very well. And yeah. the restaurant was really cool. They were bringing out food constantly all night long. So they were taking good care of everybody. Um, but uh, and big, uh, not that they listen to the podcast, but a big shout out to uh, to Jen and Derek who had us up. They were the ones who hired us. They were very, very good to us. We had a good time. Um, fed us, got us drinks, everything like that. They were they were outstanding. Um, but it was blue collar. And everyone there is wearing like like the nicest dressed person was wearing. I was going to say plaid on everybody, but the nicest person dressed was like a, a single color button up shirt. And there were very few of those guys there. The, there. the next best dressed and most average was plaid button ups, nice. and then there was other people walk around just in t shirts, looking like trash. One guy right. had a shirt that said, "I don't trust a fart in my face." I don't even know what that means. Did you have a conversation? With this was his point? Christmas party going out with the significant others. Like the women were dressed beautifully. The ladies looked gorgeous that night. They were, well, <laughs> small town gorgeous guys. I gotta, but I'm just saying that they were dressed nice. Small town gorgeous. Small town gorgeous. <laughs> hey, Dyer Buber. No, but I'm just the saying it's, not, it's turning off right now. I'm saying the verse, yeah, watching <laughs> watching the uh, the American Video Awards, the women on that show were dressed to the. Hey. But these women, no, they were dressed nice. They were wearing nice dresses. They'd done their hair. They'd done their makeup. They looked very nice. They looked like they were going out to a Christmas party. And then their stupid significant others or boyfriends or whatever Uncouth. were showing up in t-shirts with who farted on their shirt or I don't trust a fart in my face shirts and plaid and and, and Budweiser hats like just didn't look. Like fucking, I, it's so stupid. You think once a year, kind of dress up for your Christmas party. Like, the bosses were dressed. You at nice. least put a hat on that you didn't get out of a beer box, right? Like go the extra ten feet. They were all very kind. So Jay and I, we worked. That was well, a bit of a work show. They're good people. Yeah. yeah. Well, the restaurant was well, set up like half and half. So the set, the half that we had the showroom in, um, the other half was like the food and the bar and everything like that. And it was unfortunately we had to compete with all the people talking on the one side of the room. So even though we had a mic and speakers, it was work to get through them, but they enjoyed the show. Yeah. They were, we, we hung up for probably like an hour or two afterwards, just Jay and I sitting there having a conversation. I want to have him on the podcast. Cause he told me some stories. I'm like, yeah, I got to share these stories with people. So <laughs> Jay, will be a guest in the podcast soon, but we sat, we had fun. Oh, P.S. Before the store, uh, before the the show started, directly yeah. next to the Flamingo restaurant where we were performing, McDonald's. Yeah. 
So once we got the stuff set up, walked over, gangbang number two of the week. Okay, the McGangbang number two. This had to happen. I assembled it myself in the restaurant, quietly like a gargoyle. They fed us after the show, but I was like, we had, I hadn't eaten all day, so I'm like, all right, I got to fucking eat this gangbang here. Like a dirty, dirty. So you assembled. Have you been, are you at the point where you're telling them to assemble it? I had, I had asked them to assemble it there. They said, no, they can't do that. And I said, fine, give it to me. I'll give it to myself. I don't know. But they said, no. <laughs> don't put the I think I may have had five this week. I feel like I had another one at a different time. Or I, or I just really wanted one and didn't get it. How close are you to McDonald's from here? Uh, five minute that way. Well, there's Maitland. That one's drive through. Or yeah. if I want to get out of the car, which I don't, there's the one on Bronson over by Glebe. Oh, that's right. They don't have a drive through yeah. there. How no. are you still open? <laughs> I do not like going into a McDonald's. No, there's something about it. It's I just don't like seeing it. all the Uber Eats guys standing there waiting for the pickups. The amount of people who will will order it to their door. McDonald's has a shelf life. You can't fucking take it home and wait it for it. It doesn't have a shelf life. You can put a hamburger on a shelf for. A year and a half. But what I'm saying is they don't taste good <laughs> Doomsday after. McDonald's. You know the McDonald's fries don't last. You got like 15, 20 minutes to eat them or they're, or they're done. They're, they're just yeah, gross. You can't even heat them up. Yeah. No, yeah. there's something. That's why they don't they work turn with back in the cardboard. They don't work with put-in that way. No. They're they're not holding up to the put-in movement. Put-in? Well, yeah. In Kanata? It's Kanata and put-in and Kanata. Is it put-in? What is it? Putin. Is it put-in? Putin. Putin. What did you say? Put-in? Put-in. What did you say? I've been like, wow, it's put-in. Put then, put then, put then, put in the oven, my put then. That's what it sounds like you're saying. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> did the gangbang. We went back. We had drinks afterwards. We we you know had some food. Shot the shit. Great night. Great time. Came back. Dropped all the shit off the club. Uh twelve thirty. But we had a good time. We had a good. We the like, shows always wrap up decent time there, right? Not well, the show was at like seven thirty. Yeah, we finished great. at like. We finished at nah, sorry, start seven thirty. Finished at there's three of you. Uh, maybe we started at eight. I think we might have started closer to eight, just because we were trying to make sure everyone got in there. We got tables and chairs, but we we uh, we were done like around nine. But we didn't leave until like eleven. We were having fun time. afterwards, just having some drinks, yeah. shooting the shit with people. Jay was telling me stories. We were just having a nice convo, so it was That's a good like time. Absolute. The band was good too. That way too, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, people don't always stay for like two hours after a show. Mostly staff. Fair enough. But this was Christmas party was still going. They had again. I had one McGangbang the whole day, so I had food. We had we had like f- snacks and desserts afterwards and beers. There's no reason to go home yet, right? Well, you. Jay and I were talking. I was like, he's like, well, I'm just going home to the wife. So, uh, whatever you want, you want to stay or you want? <laughs> I was like, all right, well, let's let's stay out. You this got an is excuse all to stay borrowed out. time at this point. <laughs> yeah, let's let's stay out, buddy. If you're having fun, let's stay out. And it was a paid gig too, right? Paid, of course. Yeah, I don't do. I drive to Renfrew for free. That's awesome. Sorry, Renfrew. As much as I'd love to visit you for nothing, I'll spend do you the, for free, spend the gas. I Would you? you. Oh, I love Renfrew. I'll do, do it. You? If it's a charity gig, I'll do it. No right. But you're not going to just drive to Renfrew to drive to Renfrew. That's the thing with the Renfrew. There's usually a charity gig attached to most of the gigs. There's got to be a reason for them, I guess. I think the charity We're gig is all the money for fucking Bob. those goobers out there. There's money for Bob. He's going to get his horse shoed. <laughs> do they have horses? I don't oh, think they have horses. Yeah, they love horses out there. So get this. They I eat think horses out there, don't they? Maybe. Maybe. I know, I know that I was chasing more whiskey. Oh, Sunday night. I'll tell you the Sunday night whiskey tasting. We did, uh, I had the Logan from the club and my buddy Mark came over. Nice. We tasted uh, three Glenlivets, all the same whiskey, but they're from a, a series called the Nadura. So each whiskey is aged in a different type of barrel. So even though the, the, the 
spirit is the same. The, the barrel profile is strong. So you basically get to taste what the barrel does to the whiskey right. in each different one. So we did that Sunday night. Uh, we did not eat garbage, though I did want to. What'd you have? Uh, sorry? Would you? I just, I, just had, I just had snacks here. I think I had like chips. a fucking... Yeah, as a matter of fact, I believe I did have chips. Um, but that was, that was yeah, I was going to go to McDonald's. I'm like, no, be a good bitch. This just is have a snack dialogue. in here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. Because I'm like, I can't I can't just be keeping eating these gangbang things. I may have even got one one of the other nights this week on my way back from... You don't even remember it. I don't remember. I feel like it happened, but I don't remember. I'm not confident. However, yesterday... And the guys loved the the tasting on the Sunday too. They had a great. You time. know what? You're eating so many of them. When you shit, you should even know. Oh, fuck it was the Dude, up. my shit today. Yep, well, I'll tell you the story. Was, was so many sesame seeds from the buns, I believe. Miss <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hedberg all over the place. Yeah. Um, so okay, so yesterday I had to do the show at Moose McGuire's. You can't digest it. It's like corn, right? Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's something to do with the protein. The the fiber in it is undigestible. But the um, so yesterday I had a show. I was doing work during the day, and then I was like, okay, I got the show tomorrow night at Moose McGuire's, and I'm like, uh, before, I can't remember what the fuck I was doing. I had to go out and get something, and then on my way back, I'm like, I'm going to go to McDonald's, because uh, free fries, apparently the Raptors, the, like the hat you're wearing, we the champs, uh, they, uh, right. they they scored three goals or something, or three baskets, so three three-pointers, or tw- ten three-pointers, or whatever the or fuck it is. Yeah. Well, you get free fries from McDonald's, so I'm like, okay, I got to run my hair. I'm like, I'm going to get, I haven't eaten, I'm going to get some fries on my way home. And then I'm like, I'm doing the McGangbang. I'm going through. I'll pay the four bucks for the, they got the you. burgers. They got yeah. you. I definitely did the McGangbang. So, but here's the thing. Frying costing them nothing. But here's the thing. So I, I hadn't eaten again. I may have had oatmeal in the morning. But I get the McGangbang and my free fries. Come home. Assemble it. Small fry. Okay. It's medium. You get a oh, free, free medium fries. That's a very good deal. So fries and two little sandwiches. I do the junior. I don't do the Big Mac and the fucking yeah, full McChicken. Well, I'm not reasonable. I'm an animal. But at least it's less quantity. That's how I justify it because the story gets worse. So I eat this shit. I go pick up Chris Gordon, the headliner. We drive. We're, we're shooting the shit on the way out to Orleans, yeah. laughing, making each other fucking. Yeah, we were having a good fucking ride out there. Do the show. I see Matt Watson yeah. gets there. Matt presents me with his mother's red pepper jelly. She knew I was going to be on the show with him. So she sent me the red pepper jelly. Thank you so much, Sue Watson. Feels um, like she loves you more than him. Well, maybe. maybe. Well, he has access to it whenever he wants. So I'll tell that story. Appreciate it, probably. I'll tell that story. I'm doing something with them for, for the holiday season in a little bit. But Matt presents me with the, the red pepper jelly, which, by the way, I hate red peppers. I hate a lot of vegetables. So but peppers are ones that I just don't like. No, because the first time I had red pepper jelly, I expected it to taste like red peppers. It doesn't. It doesn't it's just like it. sweet jelly yeah. with red pepper flakes in it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, and this was good. It's like a little bit of a sweet, spicy kind of thing. When Matt brought it over the first time, we had it with with uh, cream cheese and crackers. So okay. the jelly, the cream cheese, crackers, amazing. Not Triscuits, though. No. Okay, good. No, I don't even know. What th- those are that's shredded, flattened, shredded wheat, <laughs> right? <laughs> a poor man shredded wheat, right? So we had uh, uh, did the show. I I said this. The, the jokes I was gonna say. Chris and I had some laughs on the way back, and on the way back, I'm like, "Are you hungry?" Because again, I mean, as much as I've had a gang McBang man, you don't get this fat and not get hungry more than once a day. <laughs> and this was now hours later, so he's like, "Yeah, I could, I could, I could eat." Yeah. So. At that moment, I uh, I got another free fries from the Quebec coupon. They just let me have it. They're like, oh. What time you got something from Quebec? Right? So uh, I got more free fries, and I ordered another. I asked them. I go, you guys know what it meant? And they were real French fries. Yeah. 
Well, McDonald's French fries. Okay, we'll Quebec. I no, I got them at Bronson, but it was a Quebec coupon that's only good in oh, McDonald's and yeah. Quebec. And they, and they gave, took it. They, they accepted it. it. Yeah, mobile coupon. They're like it's for Quebec, but but whatever. I was making we'll them laugh. So they took that, and I said, <laughs> "Can I?" And I looked at the young girl behind the counter. I go, "This is going to sound like a weird question, but I'm being serious. Do you know what a McGangbang is?" And she's like, "No." But then the guy behind the counter with her comes over. Yeah, it's a. He goes, "It's a." It's a McChicken stuffed in a yes. Big Mac. And I go, okay, yes. well, I haven't heard of yes. that. That's way more food. The bun and all. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, I haven't heard of that. I, I know it as a McDouble with a junior chicken in it. And he's like, well, we can do that too. But the real it, one is the big one. I go, first off, and I said this to Megan on Wednesday when she introduced me to this burger that's going to be the death of me. Um, I said, I take issue with it with two burgers being called a gangbang because a gangbang is not two people. And I go, in fact, if you even added a third sandwich to that, it would be a McThreesome. Gangbangs, yeah. in my opinion, need to be at least four or more human beings. So, well, not human beings, but four or more participants, right? Three? Two, you didn't, you don't, you don't say, oh, I went home that. last night and gangbanged my wife. It was two of you, right? You're a motherfucker, but yeah. I had a gangbang the other night. What was it? Me and two chicks. Oh, it's a threesome, right? Gangbang's got to be four more. So two fire. We're close. We're yeah. It's the French. Two official languages. Um, Bilingual podcast, right? So all I'm saying is that I feel like four or more. But I was just saying McGangbang, whatever you guys want to call it. I need, I need that. So they're like, I go, can you guys assemble it for me? And the guy's like, yeah, do you want it with the buns? And I go, yeah, absolutely. Two midget nuggets in it. But here's the thing. I, you think, you think my second set, my second fry of the day, my second McGangbang of the day would be enough. No. I was like two breakfast sandwiches for $5. Do it. And maybe tomorrow. And I go, I'll take one bacon, one sausage McMuffin. You're balancing your product. uh, McGangbang them too. That's what I said. Yeah. So I had a. Why did I you had get a like McGriddle then? I had a because you don't get them at, at 11 p.m. Oh, well, that's a so nice. I I told them to McGangbang that shit. So I had two English muffins, two two. I eggs. love how you corrected me so quickly and kept on. When you start. You can't get them at 11. Can't I'm get like, them at 11 o'clock. Like, what are you get, man? You're you've lived a life. <laughs> um. So, anyways, yeah. So I I I came home last night. So and Chris got like uh, 20 nuggets, and he's like, "Feed me nuggets." I'm like, "No." I have these Damn. two giant sandwiches I have to eat right now. Breakfast and so I dropped him off at the condo. I came back. I I was almost finished the second sandwich. So I finished the fries. Yeah. I'm almost finished. The the breakfast sandwich was taller. They wrapped it, dude. It was it was six inches tall. It was but so fucking thick. It. They didn't even put it in a cardboard box. That's, well, a big, that's wouldn't big, fit. Mac mo- big Mac box. Yeah. It wouldn't fit. It wouldn't fit in that either. No, they had like up, Double boom, no. like that, and then like put a sticker on it to keep it closed. So yeah, it was it was big, and I'm so I'm, MacGyver was in. I'm the finished back. the fries, I'm finished the Mc, the the junior McGangbang, and I'm all, I'm halfway through the breakfast sandwich, yeah. and I feel terrible. But you're not quitting. I yeah. Well, quit? I mean, maybe I was like two thirds of the way through the sandwich, but I'm like, I'm full. I do not feel well. Belly caught. And I go, this eyes. is I go, this is fries, and this is four sandwiches. Chris yeah. sends me a text message. Yeah. Right as I'm like having this, you know, I've made a terrible mistake. He sends me a text message and says, I regret everything. <laughs> and I think I try to remember what how the conversation went. So he goes, I think he said, yeah, holy fuck. We talked a lot. They got new barbecue sauce. He goes, he goes, I regret it all. I go, yeah, dude, I was just about to text you. I ate fries and the equivalent of four burgers. I deserve to die. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe that I'm going to go upstairs and expect my body to process all this, my heart to actually show up for work the next day. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, this is horrible. That was a horrible, horrible week. 
No, it sounds wonderful to me. But no, I mean, I'm, you don't want to have made it enjoyable if you didn't beat yourself up the whole fucking time. You know you're gonna eat that shit. Yeah. Just eat it and fucking like it. We were we were stop driving. worring about it. Yeah, we were God driving. Damn it. We were driving to uh, the gig last night, and I was telling him about the the, the current acronym for LGBT. I'm like, it's LGBTTIQQ2SA. <laughs> And he's like, which Super Bowl is that? <laughs> it's so fucking funny. We were having so much fun last night. Um, uh, yeah, we we just had. Uh, he did new stuff. He didn't feel good afterwards. I didn't feel good because I think he got sandwiches. The too, food, and not fries. the comedy. The food. Was yeah, no, we felt we felt gross about the food. I had I had four minimum four McGangbangs. Okay, here's, here's a question. Two of them yesterday. It, pa- like past the hour of 6 p.m. But see, do you not think that there maybe is a problem with the comedy scene that we're going to McDonald's? Like, shouldn't there be like a, a, a watering hole to go to for comics? Like a like salad that? bar? Not, not a salad bar, like a, a restaurant that people could go to, comics can go to just to... Well, there's Denny's and Elgin Street Diner and stuff like that. I mean, they exist, but I just... I, I'm fundamentally like against... Right. You know what it is? It's it's the cheap cost. Like, so for me, like I wasn't a big yeah. McDonald's guy, but if it I'm was poor, that's why I eat McDonald's. Like the, the coupon book is my bible. Yeah, like I'm even into the Happy Meals. Like I'm like, yep. They I'll, still make those? Oh fuck yeah, Happy Meals. That's a sweat, a small yeah. fry and a cheeseburger. God, it could be anything. Get an apple nowadays. Gross. You want an apple? I'm like, well, I'm not. Yeah, but you're not. Kid, I'm apple not paying milk. Five dollars. We would get that, apple milk and a cheeseburger. I'm like, what are you doing to your kid? Apple milk and a cheeseburger. And what is it? Five bucks? It's milk and a cheeseburger. Yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, that's it's stupid. It's coupon. I always get a coupon. I'm not getting the full price, man. <laughs> I weird. just know that uh, my thing too is, like I said, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fast food like burgers and stuff guy. Yeah. Um, I don't dislike them. Just I, just, I just, I just, I know it's bad for me. Yeah. But one of the worst ones that gets me is like when it's like midnight and I'm like, well, I'm hungry. I just finished working. Everything's all done, and I'm, I haven't eaten. I'm hungry. I gotta eat. And I don't have Ottawa, to, but so. I'm going to. And I'm like. Pizza, pizza. They're dirt cheap, six dollar yes. fucking pizzas. Yes, and I will crush the whole fucking thing. You can get a whole pizza for like six bucks, right? The yeah, large. Yeah, one topping. I think I'll do. Uh, I do like they have like an eight dollar special where it's like two toppings and you get the dip or whatever. Medium. I, I have to go medium because if I get a large, I will crush the large. If I get the extra large, I will crush the extra large. So I have to. Do you eat. think that impacts Preston Street, like in terms of their comics that go there? Because there's nowhere to go, like a dirty restaurant to go to like mcdonald's so. or pizza pizza like, nah because yeah it's right up it's like four blocks up bronson four blocks is a long way for a comic <sighs> well if it's That's midnight and there's no buses way. you know they're driving one of the somebody's gonna drive somebody block everywhere the amount of people who've offered to buy me mcdonald's if i drove them to it afterwards yeah. and i'm just like can't do it man i go great offer i can't eat that shit but apparently now that there's a mcgangbang i'm a big fat fuck and uh sorry fuck who's fat and i have to you oh, know man. Yeah, so I, like I gotta it, I gotta cut them out. No, I gotta cut them out. That breakfast sandwich was dope, though. I might st- I might I will not. In the rotation. Well, I feel like eggs and McMuffin. Five or, bucks, right? And, For two. Yeah, I feel like eggs and an English McMuffin. English muffin. Tim Hortons has that too, don't they? Two yeah. for five. Is it two for five? I don't. Feel, I just. That. I know it's real eggs at McDonald's. I don't know. It's probably real eggs at Tim Hortons, but it's a real egg. It's not yes. like an egg no, no, paddock. They crack an, an egg, egg, and that's. Good. I got one the other day that had the shell still in it. A big piece of fucking shell. Is it thin? Because usually thin shells. Sorry, I guess I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that you crack the egg, and yeah. it's not like a little piece of shell that it's you poached. might have missed. This fucking big, dude, larger than the size of like it's one of your front teeth. Fuck. So I'm like, yeah, you didn't miss that when yeah. that, when that didn't fell. Care. Don't Just care. Didn't, didn't give a fuck. Don't care. They probably won't come back. Who cares? McDonald's. Yeah. Let's kill their families. Fill the spot. So yeah, that was my week. Uh, McGangbangs, whiskey tastings, uh, shows. 
booze comedy and food. yeah the booze collection i mean i i, I went uh, i went to a few different places i picked up three different bottles of knob creek this week i got knob creek i got knob creek single barrel and i got knob creek rye uh some more wild turkey rare breed uh wild turkey 101 wild turkey some, i recognize uh, some bottles that. Of, yeah oh. some bottles of lafroig uh bottle of Ockentoshin. Ockentoshin. Yep. Sounds like mouth highland park 12 what else did i get highland park 12 isn't that the group that Trump sent the prison. Not Lincoln Park. I don't know. Lincoln Park Twelve. Is it? Is there a group called Highland Park Twelve that Trump sent to prison? I don't know. That guy is. Yeah, pick some fucking weird things. I'm trying to think of. Uh, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. I picked up. I picked up whiskey. We're we're boring people at the hour and twenty mark right now. So. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm, folks. No, 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 no. I'm just teasing. Um, so I'm gonna move right into the uh, the sponsors. I'm uh, reading this. Yeah. Well, first ones first is always absolute comedy. Um, there is uh, shows all the time at absolute comedy. As I mentioned, I'm recording my album. So get your tickets now. They are available on the, the website. Just make sure you book for January 24th or 25th at the Ottawa club, uh, recording my album, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, looking forward to that. And I'm working on sprucing up all the material I have to make it as good as possible for you guys. So you get to enjoy the shows when you're there. Heckle, 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 yeah. 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 Heckle. Quiet. Heckle, quiet yeah. Heckle. Yeah. Quiet. Heckle. I dare you to fucking Tom, heckle Tom me. Green. That would be terrible, actually. You're it's trying to fucking record and people are, or whatever. They're going to be right down front. Mean all the I'm trying to think, too. Uh, there's good shows coming up. Well, whatever. It's the holiday season, guys. So just you know, check out absolutecomedy.ca. You will see uh, good shows there. There's stuff all the time. Ottawa, Toronto, and Kingston clubs. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. And we're back. So I've only got one more sponsor. Did I forget anybody? I never forget them. My partner's at DK, Dorling Kindersley, guys, DK.com in the States, uh, slash CA, added to the end for Canada, or just Google DK Books, you'll find their stuff. Guys, this week, I uh, didn't get too, too far through it. I mean, I was reading it, but I didn't finish it. Um, is in a book I'm actually, I'm enjoying, but I'm also, it's funny because I don't normally, you guys know me, I'm normally loving everything by DK. Uh, and I took a bit of issue with this one almost immediately, but the book is called Dreams, Unlock Inner Wisdom, Discover Meaning and Refocus Your Life. I like by, the cover. Yeah, it's by uh, Rosie March Smith. So I'm going to read you the back and then I'm going to tell you what, what I read about it and kind of what I thought on it. So. It says, find out how to decode and interpret your dreams to reveal how the images, stories, and emotions you experience in sleep are deeply connected to your waking life. Learn how you can train your mind to access your unconscious and open the gateway to self-discovery. Explore hundreds of dream meanings and shine a light on the unique associations you bring to your dream world. Uh, use your dreams to identify and overcome obstacles, realize uh, latent talent, 
get to the root of how you feel, sorry, how you really feel about the people in your life and much more. Open your eyes to the meaning of your dreams and take advantage of their incredible power for self-improvement. Um, then it says about the author, Rosie Smith is an integrative psychotherapist working with dreams, the eclectic and a transpersonal, oh, sorry, and a transpersonal approach. I was like, it's, uh, it's the yellow font over green, so it's hard to read. Um, that or I can't read, whatever you want to, whatever narrative you want. So started reading this book and I was like, cause I'm, I'm big on dreams. I, I definitely believe dreams have meanings. I've heard theories, um, before in life that say that your, your dreaming is your brain's way of trying to solve problems in your life. It's trying to run you through scenarios. Like that's why you feel things in your life and stuff like that. Things that you don't, you know, things that you might fears that you might be going through or whatever, but your brain tries to create associations. What do you, what do you think on dreams? Do you think any of that stuff? Oh yeah, I don't think a lot of people are dreaming these days because people aren't sleeping long enough to have, yeah. have a dream. Well, I, I no before I got my sleep anymore. Yeah, well, before I got my apnea machine, I wasn't having REM sleep. Don't you so. love those things? Sleep apnea machines. Do you have one lifesaver? No, no, I don't. But I know quite a few people are using them. I should probably go get tested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, apparently you're killing myself. your heart and your brain if you're not breathing while you're sleeping. Damn so. that oxygen thing. But yeah, I love dreaming. I. Uh, I used to think like sometimes people would tell me about their dreams and I'm like, Oh, that sounds like this or that. Like even my own dreams, yeah. I would try to interpret afterwards. Like I remember when, when I was with crystal, I would have these dreams occasionally where, you know, we'd be together and you know, and then all of a sudden like over the course of the dream, some other dude would be around and then uh, through the course of the dream, she would be spending more time with them. And I'd mm -hmm. even try to get a little of her attention and she would be incredibly cold towards me. And I remember trying to think like, Oh, maybe my, yeah, I go, maybe I subconsciously think that she's not interested in me. Like, like cause your own insecurities can manifest in your dreams. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I think maybe that the, my dreams I'm dreaming that I, I'm afraid she doesn't care about me. I'm afraid someone else will come along and just completely steal her away or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But other dreams with shit nightmare. too. Yeah. Oh, and nightmares are addressed in this too. Yeah. But it's your brain like, and sometimes they talk about your brain Flushing trying itself. to not only flush itself, but sometimes it's trying to make you aware of something that you might not be aware of, like yeah. perhaps an insecurity, or sometimes it's even fundamental real things in your life that you kind of just are in denial about or whatever. You're talking truth to yourself in your dreams. Pretty much. Now, the the issue that I took with this book, though, because they do talk about Freud and, and Freud's theories on I dreams. I thought we threw Freud out. I thought all this stuff was tossed. You thought so? Yeah. Why? It's all crap. Because it's all crap. We're Our findings are it's crap. Crap. Yeah, no. Uh, hey. Carl Jung, that's the, the, the Swedish guy. I think it was Swedish or Swiss. I can't remember if I'm wrong Same about shit. that. <laughs> 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 that's funny yeah so like Chocolate he he talked about you know your brain trying to, to solve or whatever one of the things that i found they talk about like sleep hygiene and they talk about uh mm -hmm. nightmares and sleep healthy hygiene. sleep yeah, yeah. they said hygiene is usually like we're with cleanliness but it's like you know mm -hmm. getting your eight hours yeah. if you have too much caffeine or alcohol before you go to sleep um so no one's doing well in this country then pretty much <sighs> So they, they talk course. about Freud and they talk about Carl Jung and okay. they start to talk about how, so I, here's the issue I took with the book is I was looking for, I was hoping that the book was going to be more psychology based, more study based, mm -hmm. you know, um, and right away they start talking about like, I don't, they're not going into theology. It's not like religious, but it's talking about like the collective unconscious and like leaving yourself to join the rest of the world through yeah. your dreams. 
and they're like and it's they talk you know it's like and it's the dreams have magic in them that that and it started it you know what i gonna be honest with you um if i was standing in the store yeah going at this yeah. i would have put it back because it, it didn't happen later in the book it happened almost immediately but here's the thing it subsided very quickly afterwards okay. So, and I, and I didn't finish it. I'm not finished. I'm probably only realistically about 30% of the way into the book and I'm still reading it. And I'm still finding some of the things that they talk about fascinating, but I just remember getting a very, uh, fuck feeling out of it yeah. when I read like, oh, it's magic and your dreams are like, it was very, um, it almost made me feel like, like, uh, you know, they start, 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 uh, started talking about clairvoyance, a clairvoyant will talk about how, and I'm like, Okay. Okay. Because dreams are a real thing. We're not talking about like, this isn't a book about how to communicate with the dead. This no. is a dream. This is a book about, hey, when you dream this, you interpret that. And I know there's a lot of psychology involved with dreams. I just, I never take issue. Usually when I read the beginning of a DK book, they they give you it's such a good hook yeah. on like, here's what we're going to be talking about in this book. And it's interesting. There's so much information they give you right away. They give you so much context. The intros are usually great. Right. This one like I said, had I not, if they're not, they weren't my partners and they didn't love everything they did. And this was, you know, kind of our agreement yeah. is that I'll review the books. If that wasn't the case with this book, I would have put it down based on what I was getting almost initially. It felt more mystical than it did psychology and, and, fluffy and yeah. Now there's, now they do address the fact that, you know, scientists try to do it. And they talk about mapping the brain waves when you're having nightmares and when you're having pleasing thoughts and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's still a great book. I'm going to finish it and I am excited to do it because they start to get into more of what things kind of represented dreams. I just, I really felt polarized by the intro. Um, but yeah, and, and, and nothing negative. It was still very kind and whatever. It just, it just, for some reason it seemed to delegitimize the, the science and psychology and was more like, well, if you're just, it's like someone dangling a crystal over their hand and they're telling you what it means or doing a, it really felt yeah. like a fucking palm read or something. So anyways, yeah. um, but who knows? I'm not finished. I'm, I'm snake oil. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm judging it based on an early adaptation. But the book. So just to to bring you guys into what's there. There's there's things about like what being lost means, what redundancy means. Uh, if you have dreams about be, you know baggage being left behind or losing wallets, uh, what missing body parts could mean, what what that being naked in your dreams means, uh, work performance. Just doing some of them. I don't know. Marathon running. I've never dreamed about that. That'd be a nightmare for me. Uh, <laughs> there's here's one here. Squeezing through a hole. I've never had that. But falling. Falling is a very big, yeah, a very common, very one. big one in dreams. People so falling off cliffs. You better wake up. Yeah. Being yeah, late. Being chased. Tests and exams. Oh, being guys. under pressure. You know, I uh, or being back in a former workplace. That's actually another one. I've had that occasionally, very yeah. occasionally. Yeah. But there's all sorts of different things, accidents in transportation, what flying, what driving, searching for the bathroom I've never had, which is hilarious to me. But How about the ailments that as you age, they creep their way into your dreams? Maybe. Have you had those issues? Toys coming alive back like to school? Like arthritis is really a problem in my dreams. Dream that you have arthritis? Yeah, like I'm either sleeping funny and like, it's hurting in my dream. I'm like, my arm is killing me. Watching sexual activity, what it means in a dream. Have you watched sexual activity in a dream? It's called porn. No, not my, oh, not my dreams. It's called magic. You know what? In my dreams, this was a joke that I was going to make when I was young. I don't, I don't think it's funny enough that I would do on stage anymore. Seriously? Not worth developing. But I used to have this sex is him dreams. trying it out right now, you, folks. Sure. Go for it. 
I'm the, but I'm you're never, sex dream. But I'm never going to get the response. You're so I, I'm not it. really testing it out because I'll never know okay. if they laughed or not. Mm-hmm. And my uh, my you know you guys can feel free to email Open me. Open the window. Contact at one man. Ho- <laughs> yeah. Contact at one man If I tell you anything that's <laughs> funny, tell me. Um, Just a ha-ha. <clears throat> that's all we need back. Well, in my dreams, if I, if I was having a sex dream, my my dream would always be like it would be like an adventure thing. You know, not necessarily Indiana Jones or whatever, but it would be I'm with someone who I have a crush on or that I want to fuck clearly. Yeah. And I we would we would have to overcome shitloads of obstacles. People people chasing us or or you know, we're we're being chased by the by the bad guys, you know, with machine Action guns hero. and we, yeah, basically it's like you'd have to survive a diehard movie. And honest to God, every time I would have those dreams, right at the point of like penetration, we're finally gonna fuck, I would wake up. Yeah, and then immediately you're like, "Oh, I want to go back to sleep," but it doesn't matter. Now you're awake, and you know it's a dream, and you're like, "Fuck!" So I, my all of trying to go back to sleep, but that's the thing. That's the kind of gentleman that I am. That even in my dreams, where I get to call all the shots, I still want to earn it. (laughs) You know what I mean? You're fucking earning it, indeed, dude. But never, never got to be a part of it. Never got to be fucked. Now here's the thing. Tonight might be the night. Should we should we read this? I want to. I want to know if there's a part in this that says. Uh, waking, about like, waking up right before you get to fuck watching sexual activity these days watching sexual activity on a screen is commonplace even if not universally favored there's an emotional <laughs> distancing involved when people are not participating themselves no their zest for vicar- sorry their zest for vicarious living has become preferable to an authentic relationship and perhaps they're losing out so you watch, Perhaps. so here's, here's, I guess we're gonna get some, are you cool with, with understanding what this means? Yeah. So you watch uh, friends making love. You are watching a couple, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> you are watching a couple, you know, and like making love in the dream and you feel a painful sense of isolation, a lonely outsider. You feel excluded from something precarious, sorry, precious, uh, that they have obviously found together. Action. Ask yourself, Mom and what Dad. is it? Right? Ooh, I'm watching Mom and Dad fuck and I feel excluded. <laughs> <laughs> That's old porn. Right? So, action. It says, ask yourself, what is it that's stopping you from having a fully satisfying sexual life of your own? Consider what you need to do to find a partner. So, that's, this is what, if, if this is happening in the dream, this is what you should do with your life. Group sex is in full swing. So, this is the sexual activity. Barhaven. <laughs> <laughs> You are in a room where group sex is in full swing with everyone enjoying the excitement. Men and women are moving from partner to partner. Couples are joining up with other couples for a foursome. McGangbangs. And you feel a sense of loneliness. You long to find someone with whom to share sexual pleasure to join in, but realize in the dream you want only real connection, not a superficial fun time. Action. Your your innate wisdom has shown through in this dream. Follow the instinctual response you felt there are Sorry, you felt there, and don't seek out activities that will only bring transitory fun. Don't you need, fuck your neighbor. That's right. Your needs are deeper than this. Understand you are being urged to find a more rewarding connection with another. This all sounds like fucking. Can't you just be a piece of sh- like why they're not going to just call you a pervert? But where did they go with that? I'm lost. I'm even more confused now. Well, basically, if you're watching your friends make love, it's like I want that. So you're, yeah, you're watching. Jealous. You're, yeah, you're fucking jealous. Group sex. You're like, well, I like it, but I, if I can't get involved, then I, that means I want something deeper. You are one step removed from danger, and this is still under watching Ooh. sexual activity. The dream shows sexual activity going on, and it's wildly over-the-top pornographic. Wow. You feel lucky not to be involved. Too racy. What? 
I've never watched porn and been like, thank God that's not me getting blown by those three hot chicks. That'd be horrible. Um, you feel lucky to not be involved. Too racy, but glad to be witnessing it all. Too that much, sounds like a serial porn. killer to me. It sounds like too much porn. You think so? Yeah. You enjoy being there and have no sense of shame. You resent the dream ending when you wake. Action. This is one step removed from you being engaged in sexual activity and is without involvement. You have enjoyed plenty of sexual thrills without really being present. That's porn, like you said. Uh, this is the stuff of voyeurism. Realize you need to move on and become involved at least in some sexual activity. It doesn't have to be ruckus. <laughs> Go get a hooker. You're fucked. Get a fucking hooker. Um, you need a hooker. Yeah. Pay for it, man. You're in trouble. Yep. You are a shy observer. So here's the last one. You are a shy observer. You're watching sexual activity on television. Does the dream excite you? Do you feel fear, shame, or embarrassment? Excuse me. Was it, was it a replay of a program you had watched in reality? Maybe earlier that night. Did you feel involved in some way or were you just watching? Just watching. Note your reactions when you wake up and compare them with, with your felt sense. What is that? You wake up, you start writing down right away. You watch like a bunch of people fucking up. <sighs> wake up, start writing down. All right. Now, how did I feel with my self sense? It says, note your reactions when you wake up and compare them. So it says action. Morning wood. Sexual feelings are easily stimulated. And a dream following a screen drama We're is talking about normal. men here, right? These are all like. I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't genderize men. Well, Dreams is, don't see gender, man. Well, um, I'm sorry. But here's what they want you to do. My sexual feelings. to your listeners. Yeah. They were offended by that last yeah. comment. Sexual feelings are easily stimulated. And a dream following a screen drama is normal. Uh, if the sexual scene came out of the blue, reflect on the feelings that is in, uh, engendered. That's a word, right? En- engendered? Anyways, whatever. Shame and embarrassment could suggest you are still shy about sex. Notice how you dream neatly. What? Notice how your dream neatly placed you at a safe distance from the erotic action and determine to face those fears. Anyways, whatever. That's the watching sexual one. I don't know about dream about arthritis is a thing. Making love. Ooh. Okay, so the first one's making love, and then it's and then it's watching love. Stranger carrying a long object. Uh, it's a, the picture shows a samurai. Just for anyone who's like, what? Uh, feeling responsible for others, rescuing people, ter- terrorists, dead bodies. Whoa, whoa, terrorists, eh? Yeah, ghosts. Like what kind of terrorists? your parents? Old terrorists. Kissing terrorists. a loved one. Ooh, baby. Yeah, I can't wait to get through this. Isn't and then I'm now getting back into the territory of the stuff now? that I'd already read. Freudian stuffs all the. Oh man. Well, anyways, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Guys, dreams. If you're interested and you want to learn more, the book is called dreams, unlock inner wisdom, discover meaning and refocus your life. It's got Uh, pictures too. Oh, that's the best thing about DK man. The imagery, they always have amazing imagery in their books. It keeps your simple brain like mine. Just like, Oh, there's a picture. It's like travel. Oh, there's a plane. I get it. Robert Munch, man. Yep. Classic. Right? So guys, dreams, unlock inner wisdom, discover meaning, and refocus your life from DK. So DK.com, add a slash CA in Canada, or just Google DK Books. You guys will find it's the holiday seasons. Maybe uh, maybe you got a weird kid who lives in the basement who's having sex dreams about watching you guys fuck. Um, <laughs> at least you can give him the tools to- uh, Help a kid out, man. <laughs> to, to move forward. Help a kid out of Christmas. That's what we got. So- uh, coming up, uh, Paul, what do you got going on this week? You got anything fun coming up for you that you're excited about? What do I got fun coming up? I just moved, so my wife is probably going to have me unpacking all week. Do you know how That's hard it is to move from a house to a condo? Stupid hard. You're in a condo now? Yeah, I moved to a condo. Interesting. Interesting. Condo. I'm loving it. I'm liking it. Less to clean. 
Yeah. Well, you, uh, Whereabouts? There's only, only two of us. We're, we're, like I know you said you're on Wellington. Are you off or are you on, right on Wellington? Right on. Oh, okay. Right Good on. for you, man. Right on. Yeah, Near so. Parkdale or? Yeah, by Parkdale. Between Parkdale and here was this Fairmont. The next one? Yeah, Fairmont. Yeah, okay. That's cool. You're right in the ones. neighborhood. You're walking distance, buddy. I, I walked here. Did it you really? amazing, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, well, for myself, I've got, uh, tonight I'm doing a spot at Absolute Comedy. Of course, recording this on Tuesday, so it'll be too late for you guys to come see me. I'm going to go yell at another audience and polarizing um, yeah. yeah and i'm on tomorrow night as well uh and then this weekend i do my first uh winter wonderland out inside of uh loblaws i'm doing the one at college square this week <laughs> so uh yeah like it's again i have international listeners none of them even know what i'm talking about and it's not gonna be fun to watch me handing out cookie samples or whatever i'm gonna be there. in snow pants and a big pants. red big red winter jacket yeah i'm not looking forward to anything i'm gonna hate my life this week you're getting paid though right no yeah I'm not the, again. I'm not right. doing the shows in Renfrew for free, and I'm not. I'm Fuck not man. handing out cookies for free either. I uh, but I do that all week, and that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then next Monday, do I have anything? Yeah, I got nothing. Nothing on the top of my uh, on my list here. So I'm doing basically that for the next three weeks. So nothing. Nothing yeah. exciting. But I got a couple shows coming up, guys. Sounds like uh, the holidays. Yep, gonna be working on uh, Any on more my craft. Weeks? Not excuse me, not at the moment. I'm working on something for New Year's. I don't know why I've had such bad burps today. Is it, do you oatmeal. think it's the old old McDouble or it's the oatmeal process? Oatmeal. You think so? Oatmeal you, you got bad burps for you. Yeah, oatmeal's not good for is you. Is it? Oh, it's so bad for you. Really? Oh, it's terrible for you. Haven't you read oh, all the chemicals in it? It's garbage. Should really? I got I got like organic steel cut oats I added to ours. All of it. Garbage. Really? Garbage. Well, why don't you tell me that before we ate it? I don't want to be rude. You're offering me something. I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> it's poison. You're like, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, really? Because I thought oatmeal was supposed to be good for you in the sense that it's slow-release energy. No, that's a myth. These are all these myths are getting blown out of the water. Do you know that the human body really can't consume any of that crap, all this grain and all that? Yeah, we're not. not I know that we're not designed for that. Corn, like corn, comes out whole. Like, yeah. Like, did, did you see the corn bit? The corn bits always work. I did a corn bit on Saturday Night Live the other day. It's pretty funny. Oh yeah, Will Ferrell still poop, doing corn bits. Corns. Poop bits, and Will Ferrell still doing yeah, poop bits. So not surprising. Poop doesn't sell. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people like to laugh at poop. I mean, a guy went to his Christmas party with a, I don't trust a fart in my face. I watched a YouTube video that my niece showed me, my, she's nine, of uh, how to handle a one-ply piece of toilet paper when you need more than one ply. It was interesting. Well, what was the what would she say to do? Well, he, the gentleman, oh, and he was experienced at this because can you how to do it? And he told, taught you how to fold it up properly to get two wipes. And then you like cut out a tear a piece of the top out to clean underneath your fingernail. Oh, that's the one where you basically, if you have one piece of toilet paper, you pop it over like you're, you're, uh, you're digging thing. it out and you're using the toilet paper as like a, a, a flower flange to, to, squ- to squeegee your it from moving on. Yeah, I've actually seen you commit that. the one finger, I guess. I've just seen that before. Yeah. So the yeah. whole idea is that finger yeah. is digging. Oh, you're gold mining there. I guess you're <laughs> cleaning the rims. You're doing everything. It's like, <laughs> it's like when you have to unclog the sink in the kitchen. You're stirring all yeah. of that shit out. But my niece was showing it to me like, Uncle Paul, you might be stuck. Like she was legitimately like, like this might fucking happen. Like you need to know this. Like, well, if you have one piece of toilet to me, paper, Uncle Paul, she does, she's like, this so this is to me. <laughs> this is one piece of toilet paper and assume it, no sink. That's, yeah, I, I guess. Because I guess. if I had one piece of toilet paper. And a sink, I will clean with my hands, and Who then I will wipe it. Sink. I will wipe it dry. You don't even need the toilet paper at that point. If you have the sink to wash your hands, yeah. 
Like, when are you ever going to be in a situation you gotta get your where you pants have one... to get to the sink? And you don't want to. No, you don't. Well, listen, civilized worlds, you do. I don't know where you're. We're talking civilized. We're talking about digging your asshole you. out with your finger and then taking a little square left. We're to all cavemen at one time. Shit. All I'm this saying is, is desperate when are you ever going to get one piece of toilet paper and not already be in a bathroom? Listen, there's never been a time where you're I like, oh, thank God I had that one piece. piece of toilet paper in my pocket and I'm in the middle of the woods. Bullshit. I know now, it's all bullshit. All bullshit. I know now, though. But the the part that got me was, and she knew it. The hole that so, you make, you save because that's the that part was, you dig out the finger. And you know what? That's what she wanted to show me. She thought that was probably the funniest part. She was waiting to see my action about digging it out. And she got the reaction she wanted. But this is the same kid that, oh, hi, this is a funny story. This kid's fucking funny. <laughs> so this kid, so this is a couple of years ago. She's older now. She's nine. This is like when she was six. Um, uncle Paul's visiting for the holidays. And because I'm an absentee uncle, I let them beat the shit out of me when I get home. I just let them jump all over me. And you know, okay, I'm a I'm a jungle gym, right? Because I'm a big guy. I can yep. handle a couple of four pounders, five pounders, seventy pounders hanging off you. So, <sighs> Uncle Paul's taking a rest downstairs, minding his business, and they all came and land sharked me and jumped on top of me and pinned me down. And you know. I honestly couldn't get up because the arthritis and stuff was there. So I was like, I can't maneuver. Like, so I was like, I'm just, they're going to get off at some point in time. And just as I'm thinking that, the only thing that was exposed was my face. And this little butt comes sitting down onto my face and farts. Horrible. 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 And, and kid, you can't. This kid only eats meat. Did you? Oh, my oh, God. Gross. And she gets up. And she says to me, she goes, you're the fart face. And what I had remembered was over the course of the week of the holidays, we've been calling each other fart faces all week. And she literally was backing it up. She yeah. waited all week to get me pinned and she farted She my cropped face. us to like, you right in the face. And she's like, I win. You are the fart face. That was at six. Did you, when, at, in that moment when she farted on you, did oh, you laugh or oh, did I you get so mad? Hard. I ate it because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I ate her fart I was oh, because I seen it coming. Oh, God. Just this little butt coming down. I was no, like, she was wearing oh, pants. Hers. Just the butt. It's not like she pulled down her oh, pants. No, she didn't to pull like, she's, 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 she's only six. Give you the old ham sandwich there. Straight fart. She just stuck her ass right. right in my nose and let her go and laughed her fucking head off she thought it was the best thing ever and did you ask her don't do that again to uncle paul no that was a i said you win you win, <laughs> you win. your hands down win. i am the fire face because i have fart on my face now that's so i lost hilarious. a six-year-old but those well are, that's that was the life that's the life i live with with, with, with those family. are the notes to reflect on this week yeah. guys um Thanks for doing this with me, buddy. I hope you had Thanks fun. Thanks for having me. This was a pleasure to be here. Yeah, my pleasure too. Uh, listen, 134. Have a, have a, yeah, 134, guys. I hope uh, you guys have a great week. Uh, tell me about the fun stuff that you got going on. Oh, I forgot to tell, say one little note here. I'm actually going out this afternoon to pick something up. Um, my friend Matt Watson and his lovely uh, family, uh, his mom Sue, they, they, uh, I like I like wrapping gifts. Matt Watson and I wrap gifts with each other uh, every year when we can. I think I missed it last year. I know we're what the fuck? oh yeah. Matt taught me how to wrap presents nicely, and then Why I got you guys at the Rito Mall making money. Then if you like, no, wrapping it's gifts. garbage. They they don't even let you do a nice job there, and it's all about like hurry the fuck. Oh, up. you you're a man of your art. Oh that. no, hey, listen, I like I go wicked into it. I put the bows on. I curl the fucking ribbons. I I match you got, like, like a I knife buy, or use the scissors. I use the scissors. Fucking baller, but. I have, uh, I have like I go out and I buy like 3D like you know like the little tags where you write the names on the little 3D ones. I wow. match the tags with the color of the the ribbon and the wrapping paper. How are like, you not married? 
Because uh, women, apparently, women shit. don't like gay guys to marry. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. they love. The, but they what I'm saying marry is, gay guys. Yeah, pretty much. So what I did was, ghost. Matt and I would get together and wrap the gifts every year. But what happens is, uh, Simon's standing in the room. Yo. You're, you're acknowledged, Simon. Bonjour, monsieur. Yeah. So uh, what we would do is every year we would get together and, uh, you know, basically do our, uh, our wrapping. And then last year, Matt's like, oh, my family now, we've started to purchase uh, gifts for a needy family. So I'm sitting here wrapping. I'm like, oh, so I'm just I'm buying needy. gifts for people I like. I'm like, I don't, I go, fuck you. I don't want to be the asshole who's not helping the needy. So sure you do. Because I've done that previous years where I bought gifts for like Children's Aid Foundation, not yeah. society, but foundation. And that's like uh, families that stay together that are in tough times or whatever. Yeah. So I've I've gotten a list of gifts that the, those kids want and buy them and then wrap them and bring them up. And then they told me when I bought them and I wrapped them, they told me we can't uh, uh, can't give the gifts once they're wrapped because we don't know what's in it. And I go, well, I'll tell you what it is. Like, yeah, but technically our policy is, you know, we have to know what it is. You can't yeah. just give us the gift. So yeah, it could be um, file wrapped up. You don't. Know. Well, it's just yeah. You can't give a gift to a family and it's like drugs or something. So, but because my brother's wife works for the foundation, she knows that. <laughs> she knows that. Okay, well, Josh said that's this or whatever. But I was yeah. like, well, the whole reason I bought them is I like wrapping them. So if you're telling me <laughs> I can't wrap the gifts, take them. Then I'm not. Back. Yeah, I'm, no, no, <laughs> no. Take them back. back. They kept them that year, but I'm like. But I'm like, that's the fun for me. This is not happening again. I'm I'm selfish like that. I won't help a needy family unless I get to wrap the presents. Maybe you could uh, go around and help those needy people wrap those same gifts that evening. Yeah, I'll just show up the day tree. of and go, all right, I got gifts for you. Ding dong, wrapper. So well, for, so, rapper. For this, so for this uh, this year, I'm joining the uh, the Watson family and assisting a needy family. So I got my list of things that the the family member is into, and I'm going to go pick those up this afternoon. That is also part of my week. That's too. brilliant. Yeah, that's a very uh, whatever. Full it's nice. Week. And then sometime this holiday season, Matt and I will get together and wrap the gifts and and then send them off. But I, I like I don't. I don't need gifts at Christmas. It's funny. Every year I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm out buying stuff for people. And then I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I don't need anything. I always forget. Oh, people are going to get me things too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It's better to give than receive. I think so. I have more fun with it. Like I said, it's for me, it's like the festive. I like the, the, the tree up. Nobody, nobody, Jason doesn't like the tree. Carl Kamar doesn't like the tree in the house. So I don't, I don't put one up anymore. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, they don't like it. So There's two trees right here. They're palms. Yeah. Well, they're okay. shitty, like dead rubber trees. Can you put ones. lights on those? Would they get upset about that? No. Jason's just not, not Christmassy. So I'm like, whatever. I don't care. I'm not going through the work. Nobody appreciates it. So, um, just piss him off. but I like the wrapping presents and having cider and all that shit. So, and I'll put on Christmas music while I do it. I, Who's I your enjoy favorite it. Christmas, uh, Carol. No, I don't know. I don't care. You don't care? No. You don't have like a favorite? I don't have a favorite. favorite. Dude, every year they pick a new one that's like the rapist song. So the, everyone's taking issue with Christmas stuff. music now. Of course they do. Baby, it's cold now. outside is a rape song, apparently. I know it's not, yeah. but it's they're stupid. Well, it's an aggressive song. Yeah. It's aggressive. But anyway, so that's what I'm doing with my week. Onesies, thanks for listening. Episode 134. Paul, thanks for being here. Thank you. Kaboom. And we will talk to you guys soon.
Stay. 